Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale, here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Looking good this morning, gentlemen. Are we feeling good? No, 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 no. You know, I understand. I'm thinking last night, Shannon is finally going to get to wear that goat mask. It's been a long time, and I'm thinking he's got this. LeBron leads a 45-12 to run. You're up 13 with under four minutes left, and then that happened? Yeah, I thought I had it. I had dusted. I had him hanging up with us. I said, yeah, you going to work tomorrow. You had a dry clean? Yeah, yeah. I said, you going to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I go. just oh, well. got up, put it back in the closet, right. and well, went maybe, to bed. Maybe, maybe next time. Well, we get, uh, when they play again, Friday? When they, they play the Nuggets Thursday, right? Or Friday? I'm not even sure. I, I'm, I don't even want to bring it out against the Nuggets. Quit. I, I don't they even, might just hang it up for the rest of the year. I don't even want to bring it out yeah, against the right, Nuggets. It was not a good night for either one of our NBA teams, Shannon. Your <laughs> Lakers came back from as much as 20 down yeah. against the top-ranked Celtics to lead by 13 with four minutes to go. The Celtics, though, forced overtime, and they go on to win 122 to 118. Hence, no goat mask for Shannon this morning, as yes. Skip talked about. So, Shannon... Who's to blame for the Lakers' collapse last night? Before I get into blame, Skip, remember I told you yesterday, I said, now, Skip, they lost these two games. They couldn't make a shot. I said, now, watch they go. Watch what they do to us. I said, watch Boston. Ja- yeah, Boston. Yeah, yeah. I said, watch what, Jay- watch what Jason Tatum does. Watch how they start raining threes on us. He did, and they did. <laughs> and they did. Yeah. Look, Skip, the Lakers have, a, have the league's worst net rating in clutch situation. Last five minutes of the ball game, game yep. within five. They're yep. minus 35.2. Yep. They have the 30th-ranked defense in clutch situations. And again, now we see them blow a 17-point lead to Indiana in the fourth quarter. Now we just see them blow a 13-point lead to the Boston Celtics in the fourth quarter. Mm. So I think that's where they're, 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 they're losing touch with these ball games because defensively we see guys getting wide open. I mean, basically, shoot-around threes. That's what, they, that's, what, that's what they got last night uh, to get back in the ball game. Not hustling back, they give a layup. They take a couple of bad shots, and now – the, uh, the Celtics are off, uh, off and running. The Lakers probably shouldn't have gotten this ball game. I don't know where the, the momentum shifted or the laps that the Boston Celtics have, but give the Lakers credit. They go on this incredible run. It was. I mean, I haven't seen anything like that in a very, very long time. And I'm like, wow, to be down 20 to now you're up 13. So I'm feeling good about, about where I am. Yep. But then all of a sudden we just couldn't get any stops, Skip. Nope. They started making shots. We couldn't get any stops. Mm. Uh, but again, Skip. AD got to make the free throw, Skip. Now, this, this is twice within a week. He had an opportunity to win the game. It's not even supposed to come down to overtime. AD knows that. And he said last night, I don't want to talk about anything after those missed free throws. I don't want to talk about overtime. And it, it's tough because, Skip, and LeBron said after the game, there's nobody, there's no one I'd rather have in that situation than AD. He is, the, I believe, in all the of guys that were on the court, he's their second-best free throw shooter behind Austin Reeves. But he's the guy that can go get you a bucket. So now I got a guy that can get me a bucket, and if he gets fouled, he's going to go make the free throws. And, again, he missed both of them, Skip. Yep. And it seemed like the first, when he missed the first one, you like – and I was like, bruh, if you don't make this second one, it's over. You can just feel – Skip, you can just feel it. It's kind of like Friday night. When they went to overtime, Skip, it just didn't – and even though they got up to that four – they jumped up – uh, got up by four in overtime. They did. It's like the Celtics did a great job. Say, nah – yeah, I don't know what y'all thinking. We won't rush to shoot these shots. And if you think about it, Skip, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he took five of their eight shots. Took six total. Yeah. In overtime. Yes. That's not an accident mm. that they're packing and said, no, LeBron, you're not going to do it. No, AD, you're not going to do it. 
And somehow LeBron comes, swings the ball to Russ in the corner, boom. He takes a couple of ill-advised shots. But, Skip, I think it was their defense that let him down in that situation. Mm. When you got a 13-point lead, you got to be able to lock in. You got to be not give up and shoot around threes, not to give up layups. And that's what the Lakers did last night. They did not lock in defensively. Because with a little over four minutes left in the ball game and you're up 13 points, with Anthony Davis and LeBron James on the court, you've got to get that game home. But you take a couple of ill-advised shots, you don't get back on the other end, you have a lapse, and this is what you have happen. You have what-ifs. Because you had three games over the last week and a half that you probably should have won, and the record would look a lot better. So you now you probably take those three losses. So now you're 14-13 and 13, as mm. opposed to 11-16. and 16. Okay, my turn. I will certainly give you Anthony Davis just has to make at least one free throw. got to make one. But he's got the demons because they, they slipped into the back door of his brain down and deep into his psychosis. Somewhere deep down in his psyche, he's got the demon now because he missed the one late with three seconds left in regulation yeah. at Philadelphia last Friday night. And, and he's still thinking about it. Skip, you remember the All-Star game? It came down to two free throws. They fouled Anthony Davis. They did. And he needed to because it was a tie ball game. Yep. <laughs> so the next score That's was going to win. He missed the first one, and, he, and the other was like, and it went in. But usually, I have found him through his career to be fairly clutch, mm-hmm. if not very clutch. Yeah. But maybe I'm not thinking of free throws. Maybe I'm thinking of shots. Shots, yes. But... He's the wrong guy, wrong place, wrong time last night. So I'm going to give you that. Now I'm going to frame what I saw happen last night. Let's remember, Boston on Saturday night lost at Golden State by 16 points. Yes. Let's remember that just the night before, this Monday night, in this same building, they had lost to the Clippers by 20 points. Yes. So they were fo- <clears throat> excuse me, forced to play back-to-back. Back-to-back. Even though you don't have to go anywhere except back to the hotel and back Back. to the same arena. Correct. You are still expending, as you well know, a lot of energy. Right. So it was not shocking to me that Boston came out and pounded its fist on the table effectively and said, no, no, this is how good we are. And they basically blew the Lakers off their floor for a good long while. Yes. And they're up 20 with... What time was it? 6.57 of the third quarter. They're up 20 points, and I'm thinking Shannon's not going to wear the goat match. (laughs) And here they went. Right. This is one of the weirdest basketball teams I've ever tried to decipher because you want to talk about flexing firepower? Here they came. A 45-12 to run against what most people believe is the best team in basketball at this point. And a very, very good defensive team. A very good defensive team. It's hard to go 45-12, to but they were back-to-back, and they had lost a couple of games badly. And you could see a little bit of sag in the Celtics. You could Mm -hmm. see a little, not quit, but just sag, just falling chins and faces where they they were just saying, here we go again. I think they thought the Lakers were going to sag their chins. Like, they're down 20. Okay, it's over. And and, and the Lakers, to their credit, not only did they not quit, but they hit the accelerator just the way they did at Philadelphia when I remind everybody on last Friday night, 
they're down nine with 29 seconds left. It's mathematically close to impossible right. to come back from nine down with 29. And they did it right. and should have won the game if Anthony had just made the one, one other free, free throw. throw. But he did not, and it went to overtime. And then just as shockingly to me, even though you wrote him off, they, they, lost, they missed their first 11 shots of overtime and lost by 11 points yes. at Philadelphia. This is bizarre night and day, day and night. So here we go again. All right, so I give you the two missed free throws, but what I can't give you is what, what just happened because you're up 13 points, really with under four minutes to go, but, but let's look at what happened right at that mark when LeBron gets fouled. He, he drives to the basket and almost makes it for an and one. Yes. If you remember this. Yes. He goes up and under. Oh, almost uh, he got it up. And he, and he, he goes knows leaping it. He over knows the side. And the crowd is hyped. And and he is, it, I'm not saying this in a negative way, he's front running in a good way because, remember, they had him on the ropes, yes. man. They had him on the run because Russ is making plays and shots and he's blocking shots. Russ ended up blocking four he shots. He did. So at this point, if, if I look at the box score and I tell you they've got him down 13 and look at the final box score, if I could, please. AD winds up with 37 and 12. LeBron's going to wind up with 33, 9 and 9 with two steals. Russell Westbrook, the runaway sixth man of the year, is going to wind up with 20 and 14. And as I just pointed out, four block four shots. Blocks. He's playing like a demon on defense. Yes. Okay, so that's what was happening at that point, And that's goat mask time when I'm saying, oh, they're going to win this game by 20. Okay, and then what happens? LeBron goes from running to the crowd and hyping the crowd with a big leap up along the baseline. Mm -hmm. He goes back to the free throw line, and he misses the first free throw. Okay, so the door is slightly ajar, but only slightly right. because he made his second right. free throw. And now here we go. All right, so the, the next thing that happened is LeBron misses a three with 3.52 left. I think we have this. To, th this is to go up 16 points. And right. you know how I, I got an issue with LeBron. He just shoots too many threes for my liking because th this is, that's a deep three. Yeah, okay? I, I think he could have he faked yeah, him up. Just, and got, just and go. Got, right. Just go. Okay. So this, this is – I'm, I'm getting to my biggest issue with this team as it pertains to LeBron James <laughs> – I keep telling you, it's got to be home James because I saw what happened. They blew a 17-point lead, as you point out, to Indiana at home. They, they crumbled in overtime at Philadelphia. And you, you have to have a closer, and LeBron has not been closing. I told you that last year there were 15 times I counted games where I thought LeBron James – as still the best player on this team, should have closed the game because he's got the highest IQ in basketball. He's the greatest driver of the basketball I've ever seen. So you've got to get this, this game home, and you can't resort to threes because he winds up three for 11 from three. Mm -hmm. It's not good enough. It's why the door kept getting wider and wider open. And then we got the bad pass. We got the careless inbounds pass. I think he's throwing it to Russ, Russ. So we could see this. But I, I mean, I, I don't even know what you're doing. Here so that's we go. a five point. Just, okay, this, this is easy. This is easy. And Marcus Smart just <laughs> spins and swipes it and lays it in. And you all of a sudden. I mean, LeBron, I mean, LeBron sees the guy. He sees uh, I, I, uh, Marcus Smart right. It's, it's just careless. And all of a sudden, you've cut it to eight at that right. point, has, have the Boston right. Celtic. Not, yeah, cut it to seven. Okay. Then, and, because, and no time ran off right, the clock. All right. And then I got to give LeBron this. He made a really nice 10 foot jumper where he's, he's pretty good. I'd yep. much rather see that shot right. than any of those threes late okay. in games. And he makes it with 212 left. 
to go up seven points. And then here we go again, 59 seconds left. What does LeBron resort to? Yet another three. Here we go. This is just drive it. Just go make, yeah, force yeah, it, yeah, yeah, force yeah, the Grant, issue, we, yeah. force the issue. Don't do that because that's heavily contested yeah. and it's a bad yeah. shot and it's a bad miss. And you know what happens going the other way after, off this miss? Marcus Smart just goes down there on a semi-break, and AD is sort of should have guarded it. He should have got out on him, and nobody gets out on him. And he, and he, he just, wild, he just a, makes a shoot it around three. Okay, and it is a shoot around three, and all of a sudden you're in trouble. Yes. Okay. All right. Now we get to the play of the night that leads to the two misses of the night, because we've got LeBron at the end of the game. He's trying to come up with something, and he can't find anything. And he actually goes Russell Westbrook. He actually left his feet for a second and didn't have a good plan. And at the last second, he says, whoops, I'll lob it up into the middle to AD, who is heavily guarded by about three Celtics, including Luke Cornett. If we could see this, LeBron goes to his right, and he goes up, and he's not sure what he's doing with it. And Luke Cornett gets called for, by the way, he's from Vanderbilt University, if you didn't know that, but he gets called for the foul, and I don't see it. I, I don't see a foul there. I don't, I don't think there was right. a foul. I think it was a dangerous pass that got tipped up in the air, and Boston came down with possession yes. of the ball, and you got bailed out by the referee, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you've got Mr. Demons on the line shooting your two free throws, right. and obviously he misses them. Okay, that leads to my pettis peeve with LeBron James, obviously an all-time great player. I've been saying this since 2004 on cold pizza. In this situation, you, you have to bail out your teammate. You, you have to take him off the hook. you got to make a play. You are LeBron bleeping James. Right. And now you have to have the guts. All you need is one free throw at this point because it's a tie game. you got plenty of time. Just drive it. Just, just, again, he's got demons at the late game, close game free throw line that he's had his whole career. But this, this is where I just say, LeBron, you're so good at this. Nobody can keep you from the rim that they're going to have to call a foul. Remember, there's no Al Horford. There's no Robert Williams. Mm -hmm. Blake Griffin was out of the game at this point. They're going to Luke Cornett, who's a tall guy, but he's not. He's just yeah. Luke Cornett. Right. You know, that's all he is is tall. He's not bad, but, but he's, he's not a rim protector. And so if we could see the final play now, I don't know why you pull up and take almost an awkward-looking three right. from deep. Where just just go, just go. He came to pick for you. Just just go, and you take this, and he's kind of off balance, and it, it it's a labrick. It, it ain't even close. Right. When I just thought, if you just attack it into the middle, Luke Cornett's going to have to foul you. Right. That's just me. And I think, listen, as many since he entered the league, LeBron is the worst late game, close game free throw shooter over that stretch of time. So I I get it that he doesn't trust himself, but Shannon. I, I would bet money LeBron James could make one or two free throws. I would bet money he could make one or two, well, and if you do, you take your teammate off that hook. Well, I would have liked to see him. I would like to. I would like to see uh, him at the line with that opportunity. But like you said, he a lot of sometimes, not a lot. Sometimes he does let the defense off the hook by taking those threes yeah. or taking those off balance shots. Now he's capable, Skip. You know, we've seen him get hot, and he'll hit that turnaround fade away. And he, once he gets going with that shot, he's almost unguardable. But in that situation, I will concur. I will agree with you. That was a bad shot. Just, just drive the ball. Shot. There were a couple. There were, like I said, there were a couple of those down the stretch. Fake Grant Williams up because he's coming flying at you. Now take a couple of steps inside. That's a, instead of a 26, 27 footer. That's a 12, 15 footer. Okay. So over the last 4:25 of the game, with a 13 point lead, LeBron missed the one free throw. He had the one 
careless, terrible turnover. Turnover, yep. And he went 0 for 3 from 3 and 1 for 4 from the field. Right. It's not good enough because you you got to close that because you got them. You right. got them on the ropes, on the hook, on, on the run, yeah. and, and you just – you just drive it home. And if you could literally drive it home, I think LeBron had is capable down the last four minutes of shooting like eight free throws if yeah. you just keep attacking them. And surely you could make five out of eight. And if you could, you're going to win the game. Skip, with all that being said, you get 37 from AD. That's you get 33 from LeBron. Spectacular. That's 70. All right. You get 20 from Russ. Okay. And you look. And the mere fact the game is close. I know. If I show you the box score, you say, we got that one. Tell me any other big three. And Boston. By the way, these are three first ballot Hall of Famers you're talking about. Go ahead. And that's the. Then, Skip, that's what what I've been trying to tell people. The mere fact that the Lakers play damn near perfect, and it's still a nip tuck ball game. (sighs) Your big three got your 90. Look at what they got between them, Skip. How many years did Russell had 14 rebounds? So Russell had 14, so you got 90, 26, 26, and 9 is 35. So you got 90 and 35 rebounds from your big three, mm-hmm. and you lose by four. You have to go to overtime. Skip, I told you, the margin of error for this team is so small. Yep. Even when these, and look at the percentage that they shot. Mm-hmm. AD was 14 to 20, LeBron was 14 to 25. AD was uh, uh, 13 to 24. Now Russ was 7 to 19, not a great uh, 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 percentage. Not with, uh, he wasn't very efficient. But Skip, when you shoot that kind of, when you have that 90 and 35 and you lose. And you lose. Okay, so you still have a little ray of hope because you do have a home overtime against a gas team that is playing back to back. Skip gas, but that's not that's not the Lakers. Okay, you got, got Jason yeah. Tatum is twenty five, right, right, Jalen right. Brown is twenty six. Right. I mean the oldest guy. I mean Blake Griffin. You he only played twenty three minutes. Yeah. But most of these guys skipped a uh, twenty eight or under. I think Marcus yep. Smart might be the oldest at twenty eight. Yep. Okay. By the way, I'm looking who played in overtime for the Celtics. Yep. Yeah, Blake Griffin didn't play. No, no. Okay, I got it. So here's the point. Russ gets off hot in overtime and has a driving layup and then actually makes a little pull-up jumper, and I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, because you're up four. The Celtics are saying, yes. Okay, because they've been daring him to shoot the whole game. Mm -hmm. So now let's see what happened in your next three possessions because LeBron at that point just deferred and said, okay, Russ, Take us all, yeah, right? Seems like you're hot. You got okay, it. Here's, here's Russ in the next three, time, three trips. He says, oh, I'll take a free throw line jumper, and it's woefully short, and then I'll – wait, I'll, oh, you, you're going to give me that? Yeah, I'll give you that, and it's a West Brick. And then one more time in the corner, it's a pretty decent shot. Cornette gets out and gets a hand in his face, but it's not even close. Right. And those were your three possessions where you went, no, 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 and they went, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes. And – you got blown off your home floor, basically, right. in, in overtime. Yes. You, had, you had an Austin Reeves late three that could have made it sort of interesting, yeah. but that was it. it was but but that's it, Skip. At, at some point in time, it comes down to executing, execution. Yep. They're 30th in clutch offensive rating. Mm. They're 20th and 27th in defensive rating in the clutch. So now, Skip, we can't get baskets, but we can't stop the other team from getting baskets. So how, you can't win. Skip, if your, if your offense can't score, you're deep in football. If your offense can't score, yeah. your defense can't stop anybody from scoring. Yeah. You see what happens? I do. And so back to your man LeBron, in the overtime, he takes only two shots. He did make one, but it was just a late layup late, yeah. when, it, when the game was pretty much decided. 
and he has no assists and no rebounds. And I don't know, maybe he's running out of gas at that point. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, Skip, the man is a week away, or two weeks away yeah, from being 38. He yep. And he's, he's played, how many minutes did he play last night? He played 43 minutes. 43, that's Considering that he had just played, uh, what, 43 on Friday. Yep. And then he had to play another 35, 36 on Sunday. No, I, you can't. I buy that. It's too many minutes. Yeah. Yep, I agree. But at that point, you're on fumes, and you're just trying to right. hope yes. that you can get home. And mostly they just said, Russ, you got to take us home. And you look at Jason Tatum, who played 44 minutes, and he's fresh as the morning, morning lily. I mean, he <laughs> pull it, he? hey, he turned around, he shot the jumper to tie it up uh, uh, in LeBron eye, and then he yeah. come out and oh, it comes out in overtime, and he's like, bruh, you do know this is overtime, right? You yeah. do realize that you've already played 40 minutes. You're not supposed to be moving like this. Agreed. But boy, what would it be good? What would it be like to be young again? <laughs> so, I must say, in the big picture, we're blaming Lakers, but I got to give credit to Jason Tatum. And again, he had two off games by his standards, bad games yeah. at Golden State and against the Clippers. But that was sensational. That was, I, Skip, I keep telling you. Hey. He, 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 he got, I, I believe he got next. I believe he got next, Skip. 15 of 29, 5 of 10 from three. 9 of 10 for the free throw line. 9 of 10, that will work for 44 big points. And by the way, we should show the bucket that he made on LeBron. When LeBron is trying, man, yeah. he's giving it all. Right. We see the last shot that he made to tie in regulation down on the baseline. This is a lot, but he, he just, he's in spin cycle on him. That, that is what you call too good. Yeah. That's where you tip your cap and say, hey, hey. next, right? I look at Darwin. What you want me to do? <laughs> no, you could do, but hey. Yep. But a guy like that, when he has it going, and he had it going pretty much all night, Skip, you at his mercy. Uh, you're just hoping for a miss because ain't nothing you can do. Yeah. And listen, I love Jalen Brown. And there are times I think Jalen's even a little better than Jason. It goes back and forth. But last night was Jason Tatum's night. Jason from St. Louis, Missouri, friend of our man Nelly's. Yeah. And that Move. was a basketball game. Yeah, Skip. I will concede this. I think Jalen Brown is more athletic. Yeah. The bounce he, that he, he has. Is, it's, I listen, think he, when he gets it in gear, yeah. th there's a little MJ in there yeah. going on where I'm saying that, whew, that three that's he explosive. Hit, the three he hit last night, I think it was an Austin Reeves face yeah, uh, in overtime. He's got that tenacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Skip, I mean, we keep talking about LeBron. I mean, their big two has 69. Yeah. And then you get two other guys get double figures. Marcus Smart gives you 18. Derek White gives you 10. Yeah, but I remind you, they're having to make do with Blake Griffin. And I love Blake, and he's trying his tail yeah, off. But yeah. he kept trying to make threes. He just couldn't find the yeah. rhythm yeah. of it, and he went 0 for 5 because they're daring him to shoot, yes. right? But but they're having to make do right now because they don't have Horford, who's in uh, COVID C protocol, protocol right. and Robert Williams is due back soon. Yeah, Skip. I mean, we got 33 points from my bench. But I, the, only, the only thing I would say this about, uh, uh, about D. Ham, Skip, Lonnie Walker didn't play one dribble in the fourth quarter. No. Nope. And you start him in overtime. Why? Just go back with Troy Brown Jr. Yeah. I mean, the guy's been playing. Skip, he basically played the whole fourth quarter. And that's what I think I'm like. Why are you playing Lonnie Walker? Mm -hmm. The man, the man. <laughs> He probably had to get over on the bike and like, okay, uh, Lonnie, you, uh, you are starting overtime. He probably had to go on the bike and pedal like 100, 100 RPMs. Okay, but he's looking at him the way you've been looking at him because when he's right, he can be but really right. But Skip, played an hour. No, he hadn't, and plus he's been really quiet <laughs> yes, when he was playing. exactly. And I've told you because I watched him too much as yeah. a spur. He comes and he goes, right. and last night he went. He went. Right? He didn't have it last no. night. Mm -hmm.
Whew. The Lakers now five games under 500, guys. One right. and four in their last five contests. All right, Skip, let's talk a little bit about your Cowboys this morning. Do we have to? Do you think fans should be concerned? <laughs> we do, because we need to decide if fans should be concerned about Dak. Oh, I know, oh not goodness. your favorite topic. Plus, did Tom Brady give the Bengals bulletin board material for the yeah, week? Yeah, I think he might That and have. a whole lot more coming up right here mm. on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Dak Prescott has thrown nine interceptions this season, five in the last three games. Jerry Jones was asked about this trend. He told 105.3 the fan, quote, interception concerns can neutralize great execution and effort in other parts of the game. The definition of aggressiveness doesn't have to include turnovers. Hmm, Shannon, do you like or do you have a problem with what Jerry said there? Well, I got a big problem because I don't understand what's the end game. You know, that is his quarterback. And I get it, Skip. You know, hey, how about, you know, hey, we got to, we have to uh, 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 limit our turnovers because while, you know, obviously we want to push the ball down the field, we like the big play potential that we have with Dak Prescott, but we just got to make sure we keep the ball out of harm's way because when you play these teams, if you turn the ball over, you allow a team that you're considerably better than to hang around with an opportunity to beat you late in the ball game. And come playoff time, you pay double for turnovers. You turn the ball over, more the, the, the more you turn it over, the greater your chance is to lose that ball game. Cowboys saw this last year when they played the San Francisco 49ers. They had the turnover. They ended up ended up costing being the difference in the ball game. But Skip, for him to say, "Well, I like I like aggressiveness without turnover." Who doesn't? But in order to Skip, I'll I'll give you Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady is really conservative. He only has five interceptions, but he only has 16 touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes on the flip side, he has 33 touchdowns. 11 interceptions. Now, which offense would you rather have? 
a guy that pushes the ball down the field. You saw what you had with Cooper Rush. You, you play that style. You're not winning with the style that Cooper Rush forced you to play. Although he did win. He, he, he won, what, four out of five? But go ahead. Do you So you believe, uh, let me ask you a question. You believe you can win a Super Bowl, get to a Super Bowl with Cooper Rush? I'm not writing that completely off, but the defense would have to play like the Ravens did in, what was it, yeah, 2000. You'd have to play at that kind of level. We just, we just saw them go 20, give 25 points, give 20-something points up to a team that hadn't scored more than 20 since week seven. So are you sure? No. Because the Ravens that year gave up 10 points a game. There, there have been times this year I have been sure of that, but right now I'm not completely sold on my defense either. So I give you that. And plus, Skip, you got CD, a CD or bust. Now, CD pulled a disappearing act for you. He had five for 33. That can't be your number I'll one. I'll take five, but it needs to be for 85, and, okay. like, like T.Y. Hilton had against Dallas back in 2018. And, and maybe a touchdown, a yeah. sprinkle of touchdown in there, Skip. But when, you're at, when your leading receiver is Dalton Schultz and your number one receiver is C.D. Lamb, there's something out of place here. I mean, he, look, he, I think he's nice. I like him. He's a great receiving tight end. But he ain't Travis Kelsey. He's not Mark Andrews. He is not. So for him to be your leading uh, All that I love about him is that Dak loves him. That's all I know. But <laughs> go that, ahead. But, Skip, I, I just think the thing is, I, I just think Jerry sometimes can be his own worst enemy because I don't really get his end game. I don't know what he hoped to accomplish. He's like, oh, yeah, that's going to really pep Dak up. That's going to really light a fire up on the Dak. Dak's going to like, man, I wish you'd be quiet because you heard Dak after the game. Skippy said, no, nah, I just got to do a better job of protecting the football. Mm. That's on me, and I will do a better job. Yep. But, Jerry, come on, bro. Everything that's on your mind, mm. you don't have to say it. <laughs> okay, okay, but – what else is new? It's like another day, another Jerry head scratcher. Like, there's nothing he said that was wrong. No. In fact, all he did was acknowledge the elephant in the room. Yes. Who is my quarterback. Yes. Who's on a, a bad run here with the interceptions because he's played, what, eight games eight this games. year, and he's yeah, had eight. nine interceptions mm -hmm. in eight games. And it's a – it's a bad trend. It's not just a blip. It's, it's a trend where every game he has a couple of interceptions, it feels like. And they're scary interceptions where they're, they're dangerous. They're, they're forced interceptions. Right. And everything Jerry said was correct. But to your point, it does you exactly what good. <laughs> if, if Dak were, were just – brazenly not acknowledging, like saying, I'm playing great, if he just kept saying, no, I'm... I'm Zach Wilson. Yeah, like that. No, I'm good. Like, yeah, no. like, I'm good. But, but that's not what he's doing <laughs> no. because he was actually his own worst critic yes. after the game because <clears throat> I thought almost to a fault, Dak was just tearing himself apart. And it felt like he was going to go home on Sunday yeah. night and just beat himself up right. all night long. Yes. Because he's saying, I'm damn sure not a fan of that, meaning all the interceptions he's thrown. It's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. Damn sure, I've, I've got to be smarter and just weigh the risk versus the split-second reward. It's just part of my preparation, something I promise y'all I will clean up. Well, he just pounded on himself, like <laughs> the way we're pounding on him as fans. We're, we're saying, you, you can't do that. Yeah, because he, Skip, he just outlined it. Is the risk worth the reward I could possibly get? Right. And he says, you know what, i got to weigh that. Okay. And I only get a split-second. Only.
It's not like, you know it's what? It's a split hmm. second, man. Hmm. Doo-doo. No. Okay, <laughs> but that, that's why you're paid $40 million yes. a year. That's, it, it is your responsibility. You, you hold the fate of the football team in your hands almost every snap because it's up to you to make that split-second decision. Yes. And what did you say on Monday? You can't keep doing that no. because if you do that against – the I Eagles, they're going to blow you out. That, that's what I'm saying. This is, or is Houston the worst team? I guess yeah, we get one of. It's yeah, one, the, of. one of the three or four worst okay, teams right, in the NFL. But it's arguably the worst it's team. Correct. One, ten, and one coming into the game. Yes. Or they're now one, ten, and one, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the point is, if you're going to do it there and you're going to keep them alive in a game that you, you and I predicted would be 38 to yeah. 10 Dallas, yes. well, if you do it against the Eagles, you're going to get blown. Yeah. And if you do it in a first-round playoff game, I don't care where it is against whom you're playing, right. you're going to right. lose the game because when the stakes get that high, yeah. you know and I know, if you throw two picks in a playoff game, yeah. it's hard to overcome yeah. it. The momentum swing is just okay. so so great in a playoff game right. versus the regular so, season. So you went and won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer, but I, I don't remember him mucking it up. I, I don't remember that many mistakes. If right? I'm not mistaken, Skip, I don't think, I think in the four playoff games, I think we turned the ball over once. But our defense was averaging giving up six points a game. Do you think he turned it over? You can't we, we know he threw a pick against, he threw a pick against the Raiders in the championship game. Did he? Yes. Okay. And that, that was, was it. it was a close Yeah, call. we ended up winning 16 to 3. Yeah, 16 to 3. Yeah. It was the game you. you yeah, we caught, the, caught the, the, yeah, caught the long one. Yeah. But the first game, we won 21 to 3. He didn't turn it over. We won 24 10. We got a pick by Ray, uh, blocked field goal. So, and yeah, in the championship game and in the Super Bowl, we didn't turn, we blew him out. And 30, I was 40. there at Tennessee for the yeah. championship game, and I don't remember. No, anything. he didn't turn it over. I think he took, we had one turnover. Okay, it didn't really matter what you did because nah, nah. if they didn't get a pick six or a scoop and score, they weren't going to score. They, they just weren't going to score, <laughs> no, okay? No. But but the point is, you can do that. Yes. Again, you had an all-time great defense. Yes. It's arguably the greatest, mm-hmm. you could argue, with all kinds of other yeah. defenses, but it's up. It's a top five. Oh, absolutely. Okay. No question about absolutely that. Absolutely top five, maybe top three. Yeah. My point is, if the quarterback can – Game managing. Right. It's, it's more. It's not even game managing. It's just don't screw it up, man. Right. Don't screw right. it up. You, you just just hand the ball off cleanly, make the right reads at the right time, make the one throw, the big play, Shay, mm-hmm. hit him in the hands with it when it's time to make that throw. You can win a whole lot of football. Yeah, games. but Skip, they won't let you play defense like the Ravens play defense because we're knocking no. people quarterback out of the game. Yeah, you were. So, so okay. if you if rest your soul, Goose. If you do what Goose did to Rich Gannon. They're probably going to throw you out the game, okay. but you're definitely getting a penalty. All right. So something is going on with Dak, and it's going south with Dak. So, so this is, again, elephant room, because if I look at the numbers, when he first came into the league for the first four years, his, his pass-interception ratio mm-hmm. was 13th among the 97 quarterbacks ranked. Right. Well, well you, you can go win a whole bunch of games like that. And then all of a sudden, his rate this year is third worst among 40 qualified quarterbacks, yeah. and the only worst ones are Jameis and Justin Fields. Right. So he's down there with Jameis and Justin right. Fields for making bad decisions. Yes. So remember the first play that's in the second quarter that got intercepted. If we could see that on Sunday, I think we're, this is the second interception. Okay, like that one. You've you got to be careful because the, the, Josh Ball's in the game now right. because Terrence Steele's gone, and he's getting beaten, and you try to go ahead and force it through yeah. a pass rusher, and he swipes your arm yeah. and knocks it a little bit off target. And, oh, this is the first interception yeah, right here. The, here's the first one. Yeah. It, it, it's too, there's too much traffic. Right. It's, it, you're daring the devil on that one. You have to be more careful. It, it wasn't a great idea no. to start with, and I believe – 
a Texan fingertipped it yeah, first. But he, he, fooled, he fooled him, Skip. Dak yep. thought he was going to go with the cross. He did. And he turned right back because that's how the Broncos okay. got him last year a couple of times. And, and, and he's had trouble with any sort of option route down the middle of the field where they haven't, for whatever reason, been on the same page. Right. So it scares me because there's a lot of pressure on this young man to live up to what Cooper Rush did, not, not in, in – individual performance, just in the overall performance of the football team. You want to go. I told you the good news was the bar got raised. And when Dak came back, it's not like, well, Cooper Rush saved the season and to the point that he handed the baton back to Dak. And we're still afloat. Yeah, he kept kept in position to still win the division. But Skip, this is who Dak is. If you look at his rookie year, he's 23 and four. The next year, he's 23 touchdowns to four four interceptions. interceptions. And then he goes 22 and 13. You see, okay, he goes 22 and eight. And 30 and 11. Then he goes 9 and 4. He gets hurt. He goes 37 and 10. And now he's back up to 14 and 9. So it's kind of been the inconsistency, the up and down. Okay. That's kind of, Skip, did, did you really think Dak Prescott was a 37 10 guy and that's kind of how he's going to be moving forward? No. That's a Patrick Mahomes. That's a Rodgers. That's a Skip. That's a, uh, 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 that's a level reserved for the, the greatest of the greats. That's Brady, Manning, okay. Mahomes. Those are those type of. And Rodgers, they remember, do that. He set the franchise yes. record for. Touchdown passes last year. How did he do that? Because the final game was at Philadelphia, and literally they played their practice squad. Yeah, he threw five. I think he threw five five in that game. Five to none. Yeah. Five to nothing. Well, it it was a joke. It was a scrimmage game. Right. It was a mismatch, and you took advantage. But you want to talk about stat padding. You – you set a record that deserves an asterisk beside it, right? Well, Skip, if you look at the uh, uh, the Cowboys' offensive numbers since Dak has been back, because the offensive I, numbers were so I low with Cooper Rush, I got it. they're still kind of middle of the pack, but they're number one in scoring. They're number one in third down conversion. You look at them in the red zone. So this is a much better offense with Dak as opposed to Cooper Rush. Now, you say, oh, well, I don't get the turnovers, but you don't get the, the, you don't get the firepower that Dak no. gives you also. Okay, I got it. But he's now 19th in QBR, and that's kind of who he is, right? Yeah. He, he's graded by Pro Football Focus as the 19th best quarterback. So that's okay. kind of who he is. But yeah. you and I have had him occasionally on the edge of the top 10, yeah. 11, 12, yeah. somewhere in there. Yes. But he's more middle of the pack Dak. Right. But the saving grace for my guy Dak Prescott, number four, is that within the confines of the same game, he can throw two picks, and then he can be flawless in a 98-yard yes. drive that wins the game because yes. he's capable right. of being the 98-yard right. dash. Right. right. But, it's, Skip, and the, but you, you said, I remember we had this conversation on Monday, and you said, well, he's more of the, the 98. No, he's not. He's in between. He's the no, guy. For this year, I'm just hoping that I get more 98-yard <laughs> Dak than I get middle of the pack Skip, you Dak. got seven-year sample size. You got a seven-year sample size, and it's been what? Okay, but even you have acknowledged yes. they are capable yes. of making a run. Yes. Well, if they're going to make a run, then I need a small sample size of two or three playoff yes. games in which Dak play- – let's just do two. I right. need two straight playoff games, right. both of them potentially on the road, yes. in which he plays 98-yard drive Dak. Right. Where we have no turnovers right. and he throws two or three touchdown passes. Yes. Is he capable? Sure he's, he's capable. capable. But he's okay. also capable to win. He's, he's highly capable. Interceptions okay. also. So Jerry is just acknowledging the obvious that doesn't need to be acknowledged. Thank because you. Where did, did you. Where did it get the football team? <laughs> what good? Is he going to light a new fire under Dak? No. Dak's already set himself on fire. Right. Right? Yeah, it just comes across, Skip, as like he's belittling or chastising his quarterback <laughs> when his quarterback has already taken himself to the woodshed. Every time Jerry goes on his radio <laughs> show, I think he has a couple of them, 
He's just trying to impress you. The, the underlying message is always, I know football. I know football. You took the word Rob Jeff trying to impress football. people with his football well, knowledge. Let me explain to you what's going on here. Uh, I like aggressiveness, but not with interception. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Well, Everybody does. does. Who, 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 is that sort of the <laughs> essence of playing quarterback? Yes. yes. Sometimes you go, you, you get a guy like a Brett Favre that a lot of times he was too aggressive. But in order to skip, no risk and no biscuit. You got to take chances if you want points. And I get what he's saying. When you backed up like that, let's be a little bit more cautious because I'd rather punt the football <laughs> and make them drive 40, 50 yards as opposed to giving them the ball on the four-yard line. We get that, Jerry. All right. Jerry being Jerry. <laughs> <sighs> well, Skip, if the Cowboys can get a win this weekend, they punch their ticket to the playoffs. First back-to-back postseason appearances since 06-07. Wow. We will see. On this week's Let's Go podcast, Tom Brady looked ahead to his matchup with the Bengals this Sunday. A lot of good football this weekend. He said Cincinnati has a, quote, great team, great young quarterback, fairly tough defense. Shannon, are the Bengals going to consider that, quote, fairly tough description a shot at their defense? Yeah, yeah, they will. Of course they will. And I, that's Tom Brady said. Tom Brady is very, very methodical. Nothing is ever said without giving it great thought because he knows everything that he says is going to be going over with a fine-tooth comb. Tom Brady, he was great team, great young quarterback, good skill players, fairly tough defense. <laughs> that's not an accident. He could have chosen a lot of things. He could Skip, you remember when they played the Cowboys? He was just naming off Michael Parsons. He's naming off this guy. They played Seattle. He knows this guy. He knows that guy. And then he, he chose... Fairly tough defense. He chose those, that type of word, fairly tough. No, Tom Brady knew exactly. Okay, are, are you saying premeditated? Did he think it through and, and think, okay, when Jim asked me tonight on Let's Go Podcast, I'm going to call the defense fairly tough. I, no, no, no. I, I mean, was I, there a method to it? Was there? I, I think that maybe he's sending a message to it, trying to light a fire up under his offense knowing that that's going to be bulletin board material for their defense. So now they're going to have to focus because – like you said, Jimmy used to write checks that his team had to cash. Yeah, when Tom Brady just wrote a check, his offense got to cash. Yeah. Because. I mean, I just the quick story was before the NFC Championship game in 90, it's after the 93 season, mm-hmm. San Francisco's coming to Dallas with Steve Young. Right. And Jimmy called a radio show. I think Steve was the MVP that year, wasn't I he? I think he I was. I think he was. But he wasn't always the MVP the, against the Cowboys because they thought they could. Rattling. Take him off yes. and rattle him. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy called the radio show and said, I guarantee a victory. You can put it in headlines right. and the Dallas Morning News put it in big headlines, right. right? Yeah. Okay. And Nate Newton told me after the game, he said, he wrote the biggest check he could write and we had to go cash. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. Well, Tom but Brady, they were highly capable. Okay. Correct. But Tom Brady just wrote a check that his offense got to cash because it's his offense that's going against that fairly tough defense. But if I'm a defense, how do you think they're looking at Tom's offense, Skip? They're 28th in points scored, 17 points a game. They're 26 in red zone scoring percentage. They're 21st in third down conversion. They're 18th in total offense. You mentioned Dak is 19th in QBR. Tom Brady is 23rd in QBR. He's 13th in touchdown passes, 31st in yards per attempt, and 14th in completion percentage. It's not like Tom. You're orchestrating the 2007 uh, 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 Pats or the 2013 Broncos. It's not like you got the most potent offense this year in the NFL. I guarantee you they're looking at you like, uh, Tom, I don't know if you noticed this, but it's not like you're averaging 35 a game. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you, yeah, you're throwing the ball a ton. But if you look at the way you throw the ball and the numbers, they're not projecting. Yep. So, I, Skip, Tom, man, you're no good well, Tom. 
is very methodical because he knows everything he says, Skip, is scrutinized. Yep. It's, it's under a microscope. So he chose that word, fairly tough. What, what did he say? Skip, why, could, why didn't he just go ahead and say, you know, they're very tough defense. Tenacious. They got guys that fly around. Well, that's the usual MO. That's what he always says. But I don't he know. Cho he chose, they're fairly tough. It's called damning with faint <laughs> praise. That's what it is. Yeah. And if I am any of the Bengals on that side of the football, I, I don't love it. And I'm going to remember it. And, and yeah. I, their, their coaches should remind them of this of on Sunday. Of course. And He said that last night, right? No, it was Monday night. Monday night. Yeah. Oh, uh, today's week. Oh, yeah, they got practice today. Oh, yeah. Oh, the coach, uh, Zach they, Taylor. They'll, they'll remind Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, this, this, is what, this is what Tom Brady thinks of you guys. I was shocked by this. I was extremely disappointed in Thomas Edward Patrick Brady for going here because this was dumb and this was wrong. Right. He is not speaking from any sort of position of strength <laughs> because what did I say before the year started? I picked the Bengals to win the AFC. You did? We repicked recently. I just stuck, stuck with, with them, them and they weren't that great at that point. Right. And now they are taking off. Right. I'm not, not going to say they've taken off, but they are taking off. And in several of the power rankings that we saw come out yesterday, they'd moved all the way to number two behind Philadelphia. So they're ranked number one among AFC teams. Right. I believe they will end up being the best team in the AFC okay. if they aren't already. You brought up yesterday Trey Hendrickson Broken. has a fracture in his wrist. That I think they haven't completely ruled him out right. for Sunday, and going forward, he's not out. They didn't put him on IR. No, they did not put him on IR. And they had a couple of the two receivers got hurt, but they're they're day to day. They're, right. they're not out. Right. So my my point to you is, Joe Burrow is really good. Yeah, I, he is. I think among the young quarterbacks, he's the closest to Brady. He plays the most like Brady. Right. He will. He's going to have a big game against what's left because this defense at San Francisco got decimated. By the end of the game, they were the Bucks defense was down six starters. So Brady's really up against it because you, you're going to have to score to match Joe right. Burrow. Right. And I don't think he can because right. what happened at San Francisco? He got hit a, a, a season, season high, high eight times, and he was under pressure 25% of the time at San Francisco, mm -hmm. which was by far the highest he's been under pressure all year long. Okay. Why is that? Well, as we keep talking about, from last year at this time, he had three pro bowlers across the front protecting him. Right. And Ali Marpet was one, and he retired. And Ryan Jensen, the, he, he might come back by the end of the year, but he's out oh, as your center. Right. And obviously Captain. Tristan Wurst is, is, is still out. And the other guy, and the other guy, the other guy he's, with uh, Cincinnati, he's, right? He's, he's, he's protecting Joe Burrow now. <laughs> and by the way, that leaves your left tackle, Donovan Smith, who is simply the most penalized player in the National Football yeah. League. Oh, you get two holes of the game at least, and a false at start. At least. And uh, one source I know in, in Tampa told me that the, the coaching staff views his play so far as being hard. That was the word. Yeah. Horrid. Yeah. He's horrid. Okay. Well, that's all you got. Tom, you, you, you better better watch your mouth. Yeah. Right? Because these listen, I, I love these quotes from Jeremy Bates, their safety. He, he said after the game on Sunday when they won at Cleveland, right. who they'd not beaten in the Joe Burrow era, he said, We're just imposing our will on people. We're playing really physical as a defense. It gives our offense confidence. It gives them an opportunity to score points. Well, it does. They're, yes. they're really good on defense. Right. 
Maybe they don't have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, but they, they are have, really good. They don't have the big name. Like no. you said, they don't have the standout one player like, oh, the defense revolves around him. No. They got a bunch of Sam Hubbard, Jermaine Pratt, Logan, DJ Reader. Hey, he's, big, he's a stud. Yeah, man. He's a stud. He's he, not a name, but no, he's a stud. Yeah, he's and doing, remember, he was out for a while, and they but, were really and, missing him. Yes. And, Skip, you got to think about it now. That defense, that's the same defense that held up. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, the 24. They did. Just did a demolition job on the Cleveland Browns. They did. In Cleveland, y'all remember what uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett did to y'all? Mm-hmm. So I just think Tom is very, very measured. It's not an accident that he chose that word because I think he's trying to put pressure on his offense. He's like, because, Skip, when I did all that talking, I'm putting pressure in the offensive lineman, Mark Slareth, he's come on here. Skip, he's like, be quiet. You don't have to block. Cortez, you don't have the blockchain. That's true. Well, 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 hey. Well, well I don't. But since I'm doing all the talking, he's going to take it out of you, so step your game up. I know, but at that point, <laughs> Mark, your offensive line was seen as the best in football. Yeah, we were. We were. Well, it was. Because yeah. I was, so was right check, even though I was right check, they had the cash, but we were outstanding from I know, an but, offensive line. But they line. were capable of cashing. They, they were. They the, were. These they guys were. are. The, listen, the, the Bucks are a, a three and a half point dog at home. Oh, they are okay. dogs? Yes. Well, I thought well, they, I thought okay. they'd be well I'm going to go farther. <laughs> they, they should be a seven point. No, 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 no. No, I'm serious. I, I, again, if I were a betting man, and I'm not, I would say the irony of this statement is that one man in sports yeah. I never bet against, but I don't think three and a half is enough. I think Cincinnati is going to win this game by at least a touchdown. Skip, you They're can just count. way better than the Bucs are at this moment. You can count on one hand, maybe on one or two fingers, how many times Tom Brady has been a dog at home in his career. In his career. I would agree with that. I, I would like <laughs> yeah. to see the stat I, I, on I that. Don't, I, I, I mean, can we recall a time in New England? I don't recall off the top of my head that he was a dog. Okay, but when Kansas City visited there. The first time or the second time? I'm trying to think. Because the first time they beat him, I think it was 40-37, and the next year Kansas City came back okay, and beat them. Now, the... now I'm even thinking about Tampa. Oh, at Tampa. Okay. Remember the Tyreek Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They okay. might have been dogs. They might have been. I think they might have been dogs in okay. that game. It would be, be, be very interesting to see. But I bet you Tom Brady hadn't been a dog more than five times at home in his career, Tampa or New England. Well, I'm just here to tell you, straight up, straight out, Cincinnati is just better than Tampa at this moment on that day on Sunday. I would go, I would say that's. Fact, if, if Hendrickson was healthy, if, if T. Higgins, if Boyd, if all that, if everything, if, yeah, I would agree with you. But I, I just don't know, Skip, with those weapons. I mean, you just, T. Higgins is, is, he doesn't get Jamar Chase. We know Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase. He He's one of the top receivers in the NFL. But Higgins, man, he has a great rapport with him. How tall is he? He's like 6'3", he, 6'4". Yeah, like, like six, six, yeah, yeah. okay. he's, he's a big, rangy, but Jamar Chase, is, he. He's, he's the total. He's the he's, real deal. He's it. He's it. He, he, listen, he's electric. I, I have said since his days at the University of Oklahoma, Joe Mixon is really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, he, Skip, he's a multipurpose back. Hey. He's a big guy that can power, run for power, and he has tremendous hands. And then speaking of Oklahoma, the backup, P-Ryan, P-Ryan is really good. Yeah. He, so they got a good one-two thunder and lightning. And yeah. I, he just rushed for the most yards in, in the college yeah. game and, in and NCAA history. That is correct. <laughs> and, and they have rebuilt their offensive line featuring Alex Kappa, right. late of Tom Brady. Right. I, I don't know what's not to like about the Bengals right now, which is why Brady <laughs> is up against it, and now he has made the task even tougher yeah. by saying – they're fairly tough. I'm surprised that Brady said this because he's made a living. He's got a career out of saying absolutely nothing. 
I, I just wonder if it was one of those slip of the tongues where he regrets it and wants it back. But as you say, he's usually completely yeah. premeditated. Oh, absolutely. Where he thinks it through. Yeah. And he used the funny Belichickian, we're on to Cincinnati. Right. Because, yeah, you got to be on to Cincinnati. Right. And then he said all the good things until the last thing. Right. And it was a not good thing. Yeah, he could say they have a very good uh, young defense. Yeah. They fly around to the football. Well, that's Typical Brady. Yeah, that's what, I, I that's don't what, know, but but is he trying to light a fire under who? Under how? His under offense. I, but but what offense? Is that offense he got. So he, hey, they're like, bro, why why you stir the why you swing hit the hornet's nest? Why you do that? Uh, unfortunately, as you predicted, Gronk ain't walking through that door. Man, Gronk's like, man, hey, it feels good to jump up out of bed. <laughs> Ugh, and <laughs> ankle door doesn't hurt, knees doesn't hurt, hip doesn't hurt, back doesn't hurt. No, Gronk loving him life. Loving yeah. his life. Who's hurting right now is Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Whew. Probably not as bad as gonna, he's going to be hurting after Sunday's game, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Something's been bothering me. How, Shannon, are the Lakers five games under 500, but their stars are performing question. well? Let's I dive know. into that on the other side of this break. Much more on Undisputed up next. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Meanwhile, back here in the U.S., the Lakers fell to 11-16 and 16 on the season after that OT loss to the Celtics last night. Anthony Davis has been averaging nearly 34 points and over 11 boards in the month of December. LeBron, meanwhile, averaging 28 points, 8 boards, and 6 assists this season. Russell Westbrook, the favorite to win 6th man of the year, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. So, Shannon, if they're doing so well, how is this team 11-16? and 16? Uh, Because of games last night. I think uh, Bill Plasky, who wrote, writes for the LA Times, I think it's the Times, he, yeah. gets, skip, he says, in a, in a 122 overtime loss to the league uh, best Celtics, the Lakers showed they're undisciplined enough to get blown out, talented enough to storm back, but shallow enough they can't finish. That's it. You look at that, I mean, they got off to a rock, rocky start. Um, trying to find out who they are, what what lineups would work. Uh, Russ started the first three games. That was horrible. Got some life. He moved to the uh, uh, to, to coming off the bench, the first guy off the bench, and he showed great signs. Um, 
AD got nicked. LeBron missed a couple of games. So since they've been back together, they've shown. You look at, like I said, AD's playing at an MVP level, uh, averaging 28-12. LeBron is 26-9. and uh, Russ is playing really well. As you mentioned, he's favored to win sixth man of the year. But Skip, they get like run away now. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I can't close. I can't think of anybody that's as a six man that's playing I mean, any who better comes than off him. the bench and goes twenty and fourteen. Go ahead. You, you're right, but Skip, they just they just, they still are a player away. I just don't believe because they were minus thirty three from the three point line. Skip, that's the difference in the ball games now. You got to be able to shoot, and the Lakers can't shoot. Yeah, LeBron's going to give you his numbers. AD can give you his numbers. And Russ can come in and chip in, and he can give you 20 from time to time. He's a guy that's going to give you, you know, he can give you 11, 12, 13 assists. He can give you 12, 13 rebounds. He can give you 20 points. But they need a shooter, Skip, because they played, their big three played as well as they could possibly play. Mm. And you still lose the ball game because, as Plasky said, they're undisciplined defensive-wise. They lose their assignment. They run around leave guys wide open for shoot-around threes. They give up layups. It's just, they just can't get it. They, they just got to fight. And Pat Bev last night, Skip, what was that? Did you see those two layups? I guarantee I guarantee you. I hadn't play, had a basketball in my hand but once in maybe 30 years. Mm. I can make those shots. I can make those layups. I ain't said I can shoot no threes. I ain't going to shoot no 12-footer. Maybe I'm going to clank free throws like Ben Wallace. But I can make those, those, those shots that Pat Bell missed last night. I can get both of those. Mm. Guarantee you. You might be able to run around like a chicken with head <laughs> cut off on defense. He, 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 as, I don't, as Russ once famously or infamously said, he's tricking you all on yeah, defense, he, 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 and I he, think he kind of does. Yeah, he does. He yeah. does. Uh, Skip, right now, it was just a game like last night mm. is why they're 11 and 16. Mm. Because there are three games they should have won. They should have won Indy. They should have won Philly, and they had this game last night. But the undisciplined down the stretch, missed opportunities, is why they're 11 and 16. Yet, to Jen's setup point, on a nightly basis, I watch every dribble of these games. Mm -hmm. It's what we do. And I often sit back and I look at the mounting box score, I call it up and watch it tick, and I say, wait a second, LeBron is obviously, here we go again, having the greatest 20th year <laughs> that anybody's ever had because it's not even close. Yeah. I mean, he's still playing at a top 10 player level. Yes. AD is playing at an MVP caliber level, yes. especially over the last, I don't know, 12, 12 13 so games. Yeah, years. absolutely, Skip. Russ has found his new Valhalla coming off the bench yep. because he figured out, oh, wait a second, I can actually enhance my Hall of Fame resume because I've won MVP. I went four out of five years averaging a triple-double. But now I'm sure Darvin got in his ear and said, think about what you could pull off now. You're right. You could be the sixth man of the year on top of all right. this. Just don't start. Just sit quietly and, and don't stew and don't fret and, and don't make any waves. And I'll get you in the game pretty right. fast, and I'll, I'll let you finish the game, although he didn't finish the game, obviously, Sunday. At, Sunday at Detroit. And I don't know what that was about, but whatever. He seemed just fine last night because he didn't pout. He came in and gave you 20 and 14, and he was flying around like a banshee on defense. Yes. I, I, I haven't seen him play that one yeah. on defense for a long time. Yeah, it's hard to get a guard to block four He's shots. blocking four shots, and the one that we, we just, I just saw the highlight, we're showing it where he blocked Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yeah. I, I think he fouled the hell out yeah. of him, frankly, but 
But he knocked him down yeah. and blocked. He blocked, blocked the dunk, too. He blocked one of Jalen Brown's dunk. He did. I mean, he is trying hard yes. on defense. Yes. So I look at the big picture of this and I say, 11 and 16 is impossible. You can't because usually in basketball, if you just have one guy playing at a Hall of Fame type level, you can be pretty good. But when you've got three playing high minutes, you can't be 11 and 16 until we start looking at the hidden figures, the what, what's between the lines here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let, let's start with LeBron from three. I just, I, I don't love it. And I know he feels like at an advanced age, it's easier on his body to pull up and shoot threes because he doesn't take any pounding. Right. Okay, I get that. But the problem is he's now shooting 31.5% from three. It's just not good enough. No. It ranks 137th of 150 qualified, 137th. The other problem is he's taking 7.5 attempts per game. That's 22nd in the whole NBA. The math doesn't work. You're taking so many threes and you're missing so many threes. It's too many empty possessions for a team that has such dominating potential to it. So you're undercutting. And then from the free throw line, he's down to 70.5. And that ranks 107th of 120 qualified. It's, It's just not good enough. So... You, you're not cashing from the free throw line because you're only shooting 4.5 a game, right. which by his standards, th- th- listen, there, there are times when he, he would average 10 free throws a game right. easily. Yes. Like Embiid does. Skip, I think the thing is, but, but the game, if you look at the game, the game is, is about moments. And in the moments that the Lakers need to chief execution, both offensively and defensively, they're pathetic. Clutch, last five minutes of the game, the game within five points. Okay. They're awful. They're last in offensive rating. They're 27th in defense. So, Skip, we can't get balls up at the basket or we're taking horrible shots, and then we're giving up layups. So we're giving up wide-open threes. Okay. I have to dump most of that at LeBron's doorstep, and I'm I'm doing it out of respect because he's still the best passer in basketball. I say it, and people don't believe I believe it, but I do. Show me a better passer of the basketball than LeBron James. Do you know one? Because I don't know one. When, when he takes the offense over, he, he made a couple of passes in the first quarter last night to AD yeah. from my heart. Takes my breath away. I appreciate it. He made one no-look bounce pass like through three defenders to AD for a layup. I'm saying, that's, that's too good, yeah. man. Okay, so you can still do that at a high level. When you feel like it, you, you can – you can play bully ball. You, you've seen him. There were stretches in the game last night where he would go bully ball on them, and they couldn't keep him from the rim because they don't have Al Horford and they don't have Robert Williams. So it, it's like Blake and Luke Cornett. They can't keep him from the rim. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you have to close. He's not closing games. I told you 15 times last year I had games that you take it over. And I'm not saying you have to score to close. You just have to distribute. You have to orchestrate. You, you have to be the maestro of it and say, I got it. I want the ball in my hands, and I'm going to get the right people the right shots at the but right time. But then y'all kill it. Okay. Because then you say, because when he makes the right play, when we say he's making okay. the right play, you say, well, LeBron, you got to take right. that shot. You criticized him the other day when he drove the ball and kicked it uh, off the reason in the corner. You're like, Bro- Roger. So uh, how okay. does he win? All right. It's just called orchestration. And yet, he's still so good at driving the basketball that I could just show you that Pacer game, 
That was an eyesore. I, I got to tell you, you're yeah. up 17, and the Pacers are better than most of us thought they were, but they're not a great basketball well, team. Well, they just, they just lost okay. to a, a Brooklyn Nets team did. that was out state eight guys. That is correct. Okay, so that's correct. They didn't have anybody. So the Pacers, you're up 17 with 9.59 to go. Yeah. And in the fourth quarter, LeBron goes 2 of 8, 0 for 1 from 3, and didn't shoot a free throw. Right. Shannon, if, if you told me he just drove it in the fourth quarter and shot – seven or eight free throws, I can live with that because I promise you he can make five. And if you can make five free throws down the stretch, you're going to win that game. And he no-shows because he doesn't shoot any free throws. And at Philly, what happened in the fourth quarter? Well, he's he's ghosting him. He he just he he wasn't he wasn't available. Right. He, he ended up scoring five points, but he had three turnovers and he missed two free throws. But, la- in that but game. last night, Skip, I thought okay. he was pretty good. I mean, if you look at last night, Skip, the only guys that shot the ball in the fourth quarter was Russ, AD, and Bron. Okay. Of all the guys that made the basket, it was Russ, AD, and LeBron. Okay. LeBron gave you 13. Skip for the game. He's the only starter with a plus. He was plus 10. Okay. He outscored the Celtics by 10. They outscored the Celtics okay. by 10 when he was on the court. I give you all of the above. But with four minutes left in the game, yes. you're up 13. Right. That's on LeBron's shoulder, very broad, big shoulders to get it home. Figure it out. Get it home. Drive it home however you have to do it. And what does he do over, over the last four minutes of the game? He missed one free throw. Then he had a just a careless turnover. And he went 0 for 3 from 3. And he went 1 for 4 from the field. It's not good enough. But You're the, better than that. But here's the thing, Skip. And we see this. As players start to get older, the impact that they had on the game or could have on the game is less. We see it from Tom. We see it from Aaron Rodgers. We see it. It happens for all the greats. Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, it does not matter. As we get older, the impact that you can will, that you can have your imprint on the game is just different now. Mm. So even back in the day, LeBron had 13 to 4, they was winning that game. Now he got to have damn near 20. Okay, but what's the stat that you threw at me in clutch time? I don't know exactly. Yeah, they're terrible. Find that they're, they're, minus, they're terrible. What are they, minus 35? Uh, uh, offensively, they're dead last. Defensively, they're 27. LeBron's better than that even at age, what is he, 37 About to be 38. or 38. He, he's just better than that. And by basketball years, given the shape he's in, I, I don't even consider him an old yeah, player. Yeah, he's old in basketball years. Well, but yeah, he, 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 doesn't no look, he doesn't look old to Yeah, me. but he looks good. Okay, but he looks good to me. He's still he, – you, you see him thunder dunk. Yeah. You see him on breakaways. But, Skip, we've seen him in two of the last three games play in excess of 43 minutes a night. 43 yep. minutes a night on a 30 on a 37, soon-to-be 38-year-old body is not conducive long-term. Mm. Okay, I'll give you this. He needs a sidekick sniper that he can trust, like Bogdanovich, like that kind of guy. Or, From Detroit. Yeah, when I watch the Nets play, they'll go to Seth Curry in crucial situations because yeah. they know he's, he's right. probably going to make those, yes. right? Sometimes Joe Harris in the past has been that guy who yeah. makes some big shots and sometimes you want. But I'm saying, like, we're, we're going to talk about the Nets in a couple of minutes, but they got a whole bunch of snipers right. who can come in. Patty Mills has been a very yeah. clutch shooter. Right. Well, you, you don't. You, you you were trying to sell Darvin Ham was trying to sell in the preseason Matt Ryan right he he's an answer no he's not an answer he's not even on your team right. anymore even though he made that huge shot that won you beignets from Jen against New Orleans but I think the thing is Skip though with a, with a guy another guy that can shoot the ball that means you got space so LeBron might be more apt because now right there they're just packing like we can't let AD because AD is living in the paint. 
And so we're going to pack the paint. That also, we, we'll try to neutralize AD, even though AD is still leading. But we'll keep LeBron out of the paint. We'll yep. keep him. Now, if you got Bogdanovich on the court, you just can't pack in the paint because he can let it go. All right. I got it. And I'm with you on that. Bogdanovich will play on defense, too. He'll yeah. fight you. He used to play LeBron pretty well in those Indiana yes. series. Okay. Now it brings us to Russell West Brick. You, you realize he's fallen back to dead last in three-point shoot. He is dead last in this league out of 150 qualified. He's 28.4%. Well, yeah, the Celtics are just going to dare him yeah. to do it. And he took the bait last night right. because nobody else wanted to take the shot. So he took the bait. Yeah, I'll shoot these yeah. in, in overtime. And guess what? He Westbrook. Yeah, but okay. see, that's what we do, Skip. Skip. What did they do with the Cowboys? We let Dak throw it to Noah Brown. Yeah, let Noah Brown caught it. Well, if he throw it to Noah Brown, guess who he isn't throwing it to? C.D. Lamb. That is correct. <laughs> so so if, if Russ is shooting it, even though he makes a couple, guess what that means? Oh, I got to go tonight. That means A.D. doesn't have the ball. That means LeBron isn't shooting it. Uh -huh. So he, they're playing right into your, you're playing right into their hands. In my time of watching basketball very closely, I've never seen a player with less conscience than Russell Westbrook. He has no shame and no conscience. Yeah. It doesn't. You, you want to talk about a blessing and a curse. That's what I'm saying. But you want to talk about letting it all go, wh yeah. whatever he's missed. Yeah. It's like he's starting over now. I'm going to make this one. And, and it's come to the point where if he makes one, I, I sort of stand up and say, he made yes, it. Thank you. But I will give him this credit, Skip. He turned the ball over last night to LeBron. He did. And he ran back down the court yeah. and blocked Jalen Brown. He did. I said, he you did. know what? Hey, I can't, I can't even be mad, bro. You can forgive you, that. Yeah, yeah, hey, you, hey, you did that. You turned it over. You say, hey, I'm gonna make, I got to make up for it. I still can't get it to compute in my brain that, that these three first ballot Hall of Famers are putting up those kind of numbers. And, A, you can't blow anybody out. No. You don't blow anybody out. Hey, Skip, that's what, that's what I'm saying, the margin yeah. of error. Think about what AD, think about what AD, the type of, like you said, the 13-14 games AD. He's been 35 and 12. Look at LeBron. LeBron is, LeBron is averaging 28, 9 and 9. Russ is coming and giving, Skip, and the, the games are coming down to the, ain't no 20-point victories. Okay. Ain't no LeBron and AD on the bench with no. the heels kicked up in the fourth quarter. So if, if you only showed me their numbers, yeah. their composite box score oh, numbers for the season. No, no, for the season. Oh, yeah. I'd say they were 16 and 11 right. at the worst. Oh, wait, wait, the worst. oh, you're talking about LeBron? For, LeBron? for the whole year, yes. So you're talking about LeBron, this is what LeBron is averaging. Yes. Points, rebound, assists. Yes. AD points, rebound. Oh, I, I was like, yeah. And I hadn't watched any games. And I was on the moon, and I came back, and he was like, look at LeBron and AD number. I said, oh, they probably only lost like six or seven games. That is correct. That's what I would have guessed. <laughs> and it's way the other way. Yeah. Whew. Lakers sitting at 12th in the Western Conference, gentlemen, and they've got the Nuggets. Well, we got to get to the tent to get the play in. We got to get to the tent to get the play in. Okay, okay. Yeah. We, 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 right. we sit where oh, we, we we're lurking. We lurking. We lurking. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, guys. Hey, you mentioned that earlier in the show that Jerry Jones wasn't holding back on his weekly radio shows. No. Neither is Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we'll tell you what he had to say coming Ooh. up next right here on FS1. Aaron Rodgers opening up more about his use of drugs and how they've helped him overcome the fear of death on the Pat McAfee show. Rogers said, quote, I definitely had a fear of death. Ayahuasca and psilocybin really helped me with that. When you've seen the other side, 
It makes the idea of death more of a passage and less of an ending, and more so the next chapter of life. Shannon, what is your reaction to what Rogers had to say? I just wish Aaron would stop talking. Mm. <clears throat> I'm not a medical doctor, a medical expert in, in medicine, anything, but I do just know this about drugs. Drugs don't make you fear anything. That's why you do a lot of the dumb bleep that you do when you're on drugs, because you have no fear. They Bingo. break down all inhibitions. Bingo. I don't know if you've ever seen anybody on heroin or, 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 or meth or crack or, Lord forbid, flocker. You don't fear anything, Aaron. So it's not a newsflash that when you're under the, 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 you're taking a drug, you don't know anything. You don't fear anything. Mm. Life, death, you don't care about anything. You throw caution to the wind. Yep. But guess what happens when you come up out of that? Damn. I'm still going to die. Mm-hmm. I, I, so what do so what, what you say? Hey, guys, hey, whatever fear you got, go take some of this. And you won't fear it when you come up out of it. Of course, when you're under the spell of a drug, you don't fear anything. You don't know anything either. Mm. This man. Jeez, man. I, I mean, is he advocating? I mean, is, is he trying yes. to like this is this seems like this is not this is a pretty still narcotic. This is endorsing, this is promoting. Right. The I use. mean, this is a psychotic. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a hallucinant. Hallucinogen. Yep. This mm -hmm. so basically this is like an LSD. this is LSD. It is. It's the equivalent of. Correct. And so he's like, hey, bro, whatever, whatever you fear and you want to escape said fear, mm -hmm. I, got the, I, got the, I got the potion for you. Mm. I, 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 just, I just don't, I mean, he's, do, he's doing so, he's doing, he was doing so well because he wasn't talking. I liked it much better when they were losing because then he was quiet. He won a couple of games, now all of a sudden, see, here we go. I just, I, I just, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get why. He would promote this. Aaron, if that's what you want to do, have at it. <sighs> Shannon Sharp, you reside, your bust resides in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So you love this game that you play. Yeah. You understand this game that you played, and you know how it's also played off the football field. Yeah. I am stunned that the NFL continues to look the other way while he promotes and endorses psychedelic drugs, yes. hallucinogenic yes. drugs that are extremely dangerous. And ayahuasca, for the record, is banned in the United States. It contains DMT, which is a Schedule I illegal substance Substance. in the United States. There are currently no accepted medical uses for hallucinogens in the United States. Correct. And now he throws in psilocybin, which is magic the magic mushrooms. And as you well know, that consuming any of these psychedelics can have adverse short-term and long-term side effects, elevated heart rate, nausea, vomiting, in the wrong place at the wrong time. What about death? You can die. What about You can die. But he's saying... They have allowed me to see the other side, to pull back what was his line, the veil between the seen and the unseen world. And so now I can appreciate what's on the other side so I don't fear it the way I used to fear it back in Y2K days when I was in college. <laughs> okay, Aaron wants to always come across as not just the smartest man in the room, but the coolest man yeah. in the room. And I don't know if the NFL is saying that's just far out Aaron, just being Aaron. Yeah. Is he just being old far out Aaron with his hippie ponytail and all mm -hmm. that? I, I find it offensive 
This is a back-to-back -back MVP in your sport. Back-to-back. Mm -hmm. -back. A lot of people listen to what he has to say on the McAfee show. Yeah. And promoting and endorsing the use of dangerous, I, you can argue whether they're actually drugs or not, but they have drug substance in yeah. them. I, I'm offended to the point that I don't know how he keeps getting away with it. How does the NFL keep looking away? How does he not get punished for this? How does he not? Th this is suspendable to me, right. seriously. Well, I'm I don't know if he was warned the first time he what, talked what, about Ayahuasca. What about the companies that he promote? Well, okay. Yeah, how do they like this? Yeah. You, you mean like other All, commercials uh, like State, State Farm? Farm. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Good question. I don't know. And allow me to bring up, if, if you will allow me to, can you imagine hell hath no fury? Like, what if a black quarterback in your Man, sport had brought any of this up? Can you imagine what would happen? Name a black star quarterback. If they had talked about, I use ayahuasca and psilocybin. Can, can you imagine I already the know. fallout? Can you imagine? How is he getting away with this? Is, is he beyond punishment? I don't know. Is, is he invincible as far as what he can say on the Call McAfee privilege. show? Yeah. Called privilege. It is. When you've accomplished a lot and you're that complexion, you get to say and you get a lot, you get a lot more leeway of doing things than someone of my complexion, even if you are as accomplished. Yep. You're Agreed. held more accountable for your words and for your actions. So we tread very, very lightly when we say things. That's why, you know, you see Kyrie Irving said what he said, and it was almost it was a death sentence. He damn near lost everything. A $200 million endorsement deal, gone, slap, away, quick, gone, boom, boom, vanished. They say something about the black race, about slavery this, or about this and that. Uh, well, you know, that's not what he meant. You know, it's, you know, hey, people got the right to freedom. You know, they can say, what it's, we know what it is. We see what it is. It's, it's been that way. It's going to be that way. And so now you're just like, hey, and that's why I really tell the guys, guys, be, be careful. Mm. Because you don't get the leeway. You see what they did, uh, uh, all of those guys that did insurance fraud and then when they uh, stole from the NFL about uh, 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 workman's comp? Yep. What Brett Favre doing? Brett Favre ain't left his mansion. Mm -mm. Not yet. $5 million. And they got empirical evidence that he knew that that money was for the poor people. So that's how it works. I'm not sure that one's over yet, but go ahead. <sighs> Man, I, 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 what, what, is, what does he hope? Is this, is this something that he's promoting? I mean, does he want, does he want, uh, is he going to go petition Congress and, 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 and the medical expert Maybe. and say, you know what, I, I really think this could help a lot of people to, to go into a, a psychotic, a psychosis mm -hmm. and you, you're vomiting and you don't, you're nauseous, you don't, you're nauseous and you don't know what's going on. You don't know if you're going or coming and you think that's a good thing. To some, maybe it is. Maybe to escape. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's so many problems that you have going on in your life. And for a temporary, I don't know how long the, the, the effects last. 5, 10, 15, 20, who knows? And you escape it all. Longer than and that. you escape it all. Yep. I'm good. Mm. Whatever problems I got, I can deal with. So can I. Agreed. And I guess because he's not actually talking about heroin or cocaine or whatever, mescaline or something <laughs> else, then he can get away with it. But, but if you look hard, I'm going to say it again, ayahuasca, banned substance in the United States. What's the difference in ayahuasca and heroin? I ain't taking it. Yeah. Whatever I fear, I, I'll face those fears when they come. But I ain't taking nothing to try to get over the fear. That's, that's for damn sure. Well, I would just like to hear something from the NFL that says, hey, Aaron, that's enough. Yeah, I'd no. like to at least hear about a fine for this. I, I don't know.
It's a bad look for the National Football They're not going to say anything, Skip. You don't think so? No. Whew. He's been promoting this for quite a while now. It's just, I, I don't get, I don't know what he's hoping to accomplish here. Short-term and long-term effects, gentlemen. <sighs> we will see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Certainly an interesting situation. And so is Jerry Jones and his decisions. Guys, do you think he's moving on from potentially signing OBJ? <laughs> That's next here on Undisputed. radio interview yesterday, Jerry Jones, of course, asked about the Cowboys' continued interest in Odell Beckham Jr. This, of course, after Dallas signed T.Y. Hilton. Jerry called OBJ an outstanding talent, but said he's not ready to play right now. Did say Odell will be ready to go in the spring, and there will be continued interest in the wide receiver. Continued interest. Hmm. Shannon, what do you make of this? The Cowboys are not signing Odell this year. I, believe, I don't believe they signed him because I think the, the, the addition of T.Y. Hilton and uh, I think we're going to talk about Cole Beasley going back to Buffalo, I don't know why you would sign a guy. Those guys seem to be ready to play right now. Mm. You saw Cole Beasley sign with the Tampa Bay, Buccaneer, Tampa Bay Bucks and he only played a game, but he was ready to play instantly. Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones said T.Y. had a great workout. He's ready to play right now. Absolutely. Um, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler is reporting that Odell is leaning towards sitting out the entire 22 regular season. And coming back in this well, we pretty much yeah. thought that. And, and, and yeah. I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Because now you're more apt to be 100%, go to a team that's going to give you whatever it is you want. Seems to be money, fit, chance to compete, okay, whatever the case may be. But I believe you'll be better served going to a team in the spring as they're not going to give you what you want right now. Mm. You're not going to get 20 million prorated uh, on that knee. Considering that you're, you're you're still a month, I mean five weeks—that's over a month away. And then, are you a month away and ready to like practice, or a month away and you're ready to go? You probably got to practice for another three weeks. The season's over. Yep. Playoffs and everything is over then. So it doesn't it, it doesn't make much sense for him to sign with a team right now. I'm glad he's doing it this way. Um, ex exec says, you know, one exec said who's done their homework on Odell, expect them to wait because a part of it, he'll be the prize in free agency. Mm. Good. All right. I like it. Yep. I like it. Okay. Back to Jerry Jones. Whether you love and respect him or despise and are haunted by him, you have to admit, Jerry Jones is a rare human being. Just, just, <laughs> he's just rare in everything he does. Whether you love it or hate it, it's right. just rare, rare, rare. Right. He, he came from nowhere to billionaire. Right. And he owns now and operates the most valuable team in the whole sports realm of the world. Skip, he of might the be. World. You know what? He might be a modern day Jay Clampett. He might be. <laughs> Except Jed was just lucky because yeah, yeah, he yeah. shot at a squirrel or yeah. something and hit oil. Yeah. Struck it did black gold. Yeah, yes. Right? Okay. Yes. But Jerry went out and plunged and plunged in those same oil fields and came up with a whole lot of dry holes yeah. and had his credit card cut in two by yeah. the woman at the rent car counter at Love Field. You just Dallas, need to Texas. hit one, though, Skip. I know, and he finally did. It liked the lottery. I and just need to get the numbers right one, one time. Another, another one and another one and another one and look at him now. now. And he basically stole the Dallas Cowboys when their stock was way low. Right. 
And because of that, and because you, you have to give him credit on just making business decisions, oh, yeah, he always made a bunch of good ones, yeah. right? Well, buying the Cowboys was the greatest business decision of his life. It Nothing was. else. No. He, he'll never make a business no. decision like it that. Changed his life and his kids' lives and his grandkids' lives and, and their, their kids. kids' lives. And you can just keep on going because <laughs> I think the Cowboys are going to stay in the Jones family for as long as we have a world. He'll put right? that in the state. Yeah. Yeah. They can never ever sit down with Cowboys. I know. That is true. <laughs> Okay, so because Jerry is rare and because I've spent a whole lot of time around Jerry, I know for a fact he is intrigued by and drawn to other rare human beings. Right. And it is clear to me he has decided that Odell is rare. rare right. Mm -hmm. Because he is. He's rare on and off the field because he has charisma to him that's unteachable, uncoachable, unbuyable. It's just right. he just has it. And it, it works on social media. And for the longest, when he was a New York Giant, it really worked on the football yes. field because he started putting on better shows before the games than even during the mm -hmm. games because he's got globetrotter in him. Jerry is enamored of that. Jerry wants to be associated with that because it's clear to me that he and Odell clicked. And when you click with Jerry, it's not it doesn't happen every day, right. but when you click with him, he wants that. Right. And when he wants something he likes as stars. a billionaire, he does. Yeah, he, he, he likes stars. But he doesn't like every kind of star. If you don't click with him, right. if he thinks you're a jerk or a you-know-what, yeah. you know, then, then he doesn't want to be a part of it. But Odell's not a jerk. As you well know, he, he, he has a good heart. Mm -hmm. and, and he's not – when you're around Odell, he doesn't come off as a diva superstar yeah. receiver at all. He's – He's very humble, yeah. and, and he's mm -hmm. very likable, yes. and he's very smart. Yes. And Jerry's intrigued by all of the right. above. So when they first spoke on the phone, I think it was on Thanksgiving Day, and then he came for his visit a week later, mm -hmm. it's clear to me Jerry just liked the heck out of right. him. And he said, I want him to, to be part of my show. I, I want the star on his helmet, just the way that Rams thing is on inside of his helmet, right? I think, okay, we agree that we believe Odell is going to wait till the spring. Do you believe come spring, Jerry will be just as enamored I, I, I or interested? I, I, and, and you make the best point, which you made all along, and you're going to pay him with what? <laughs> you're, you're going to hamstring your salary cap how? Right. With Micah at certain some point coming due, yeah. and obviously Teron Diggs. But, and, but you and, got Trayvon and, and CD. And CD. Yeah, okay. <laughs> They're in your lap uh, right now. Okay, they are. And Odell, by wide receiver standards, is an aging wide. Right. He's had a bunch of surgeries, and he's 30 years of age. Now he's had two on the same ACL. Right. My source, if it's to be believed, and I do believe it, is that he's not anywhere near ready as we speak. Right. That he's still a little bit limpy on it as he walks. Right. But it's coming around, and he hopes that by next year he's going to yeah. have a shot. But that's next year. That's down, like Jerry keeps talking about, in the spring, in the spring, well, by April, May, June, you know, maybe. Right. Okay. But Jerry went so far as, I don't know if he's just being obstinate and stubborn, which he is want to do. He's asked on his radio show, is it fair to say that Odell won't be on the Cowboys this season? And Jerry says, no, I wouldn't go that far if you'll include the playoffs. So Jerry's suggesting that Odell can be a Dallas Cowboy come playoffs. I think, time. Skip, I think because Jerry, Skip, Jerry says so much. I think he's uh, he's all in. He can't backtrack now. He can't say, nah, he won't be here. Because Jerry's like, oh, he can help us and yada, yada, yada. He, Jerry's been very effusive in his praise of Odell. Effusive. <laughs> so he can't, so all of a sudden he can't just do a, a 180 like, nah, 
Skip, I think Jerry know in his heart of hearts, Odell is not going to be on this, this roster for the playoffs. I think Jerry knows that. But I think he wants his team to like, hey, if there's a chance, if Odell could, hey, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help this team. It's kind of like Skip, uh, when we would ask Mike, Mike, we want to get the fight. Mike or Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan. Yep. We want the fight. Mike, like, hey, if it's going to help y'all, you know what, go out there and play better on Sunday, we get every fight. Kickboxing, marbles. Okay. There were uh, 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 cornhole wasn't even yep. a thing back then when yep. I was there, but it, it started to come out like, uh, later in my career. Yep. So Jerry said, hey, if it's going to energize this locker room That's and it's going to give us a better opportunity to win, I agree. I'm all for it. Okay, but I think he got sucked in, as we all did, in, into the, the realm of it's, it's coming. Right, right now he's going to come and he's going to help us right, right. right away. Well, he's not ready. Skip, you know if you, you go to buy something, you're like, you go to buy this car, and it's like, hey, it's in pristine condition. Yeah. Oh, I can't. It, I, I'm telling you, you're going to love this car when you see it. And then when you get there, you're like, well, damn. It ain't not like the. It ain't not like the pictures. It's nothing like what you explained to me or the travel, the hotel. You like they get that thing like, ooh, I can't wait to stay here. That you cool? They looking like, man, that's a a, a twenty dollar night motel. Yeah. Well, Odell got there. He's like, bro, you you a month and a half, two yeah. months away from being able to play. My example, and we're both in the same boat. You try to buy a house here, and you say, look at that. Yes. And, and then you say. We, we could move. We're, we're in the market. We could move in next. No, you can't move in next week. It, it needs a million work. Uh, yeah, a million 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 work, work. Yeah. And and you know how contractors are out here. That that's about two years from now. Yeah. You know, you'll get that finished. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so what? I yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't yeah, want to wait that yeah, long. Yeah. That's when I was going to like, hey, for fifteen grand, boy, for fifteen grand a month, Skip. I'm like, yeah. fifteen thousand a month for this? Yeah. Mm. Man, that's a two twenty five hundred dollar thing in Atlanta, mm. and you want fifteen? Yeah. For 3,000 square feet. Oh, no, nah, bro, I ain't going to be able to do that one. I ain't going to be able to make that happen. Okay, but would you rather try to buy it for 12 million? No, 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 no. You, you, okay. you, you got, I, know, I know firsthand. You, you basically, in, in the area that we live in, mm-hmm. unless you're coming off 8 to 10 million. Yep. You can't even get started. No. Okay. No. So that's Odell, and that's Jerry, but, but he seems like he's hell-bent now. He's going, to, he's going to acquire Odell Beckham Jr. He wants to hang out with him. He wants to socialize with him. He wants to have him around. Odell needs to have one team yeah. other than the Cowboys that's interesting. Yeah, and then you... And then Jerry... Yeah. Because Jerry don't like to lose. Like Dion. He knew he had he to go... Said, I got to get it. Because if he went anywhere else, I don't believe you can beat San Francisco, Skip. Because I don't believe because you don't, you don't have anybody that can neutralize Jerry. You don't. Jerry going to cook everybody that you got. Yeah. So Unfortunately, th- the next year, San Francisco got neutralized by, was it Green Bay? I think yeah. Green Bay beat them. Yep. So, so the Cowboys didn't have to deal, deal with, with them. them. Right. But listen, Dion tilted the whole playing Play field to Dallas. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know that Odell can do that. No. It was just the message, to your point, sent to the locker room. Yes. We got Odell and nobody else got it. Yep. Okay, so would I like to see him in Dallas? Sure, I would. I, I just don't, don't get it. I, yeah. If he wants twenty million a year, I just see he's gonna want twenty five to thirty. He will. So how do you have fifty million dollars worth of receivers? No, you can't. You got fifty million dollars worth of receivers, a forty million dollar quarterback. What you gonna play, Tony Pollard? Two dollars and fifty cents an hour? Okay, <laughs> you, you just got out from under Amari, who was yeah. making twenty million, right? And you had to give him to Cleveland. Correct. You just gave him what was it for a, like a fifth fifth round, round of pick? Yeah. And he's younger than he, he's uh-huh. younger than Odell yeah. with no injury history. No injury history. I agree. So I, I don't get it, but I'd like to see it. I, I don't know. Your cap is not going up to three hundred million, Skip. No. Because you got some guys coming up. There's going to be some hot, some big ticket, some some big ticket items. Trayvon Diggs, Amari Cooper, Michael Parsons, and Dak's going to be up. Okay, but if I know Jerry, and I think I do, 
I think Odell, by hook or crook, somehow damn the torpedoes, right. he's going to figure out a way to make him a Dallas Cowboy. You think and so? it may be at the cost of, at the sacrifice of somebody. Yeah. I don't know. Skip, but I think the guys that's coming up, I don't know if they're going to get Jerry that discount, that Dallas Cowboy. Mm-hmm. I, I know Michael Parsons ain't going to give him no discount. He will. You know, you know, you know that Skip. He will not. <laughs> he will I not. would agree. Diggs going to say, well, I should have been a first rounder. He's going to try to want to make up for the money that he lost going in the second round. He will. C.D. Mike. CD, of the, guy, the guys that will give you a discount, I believe C.D. Lamb is more apt to give you a discount than Micah. You're not getting a discount from Micah. No, I'll buy that. <laughs> and and Trayvon D is going to want his money because he's like, I got to make up for lost time. Good luck, Jerry. <laughs> and Dak says, oh, 40 million, OBJ not 50 million. Watch <laughs> continues here on Undisputed. <laughs> All right, guys, Tom Brady, remember he gave his side to signing his intercepted ball against the Niners? I thought it was kind of a classy move. Yeah. We'll tell you what he had to say about yeah. why he yeah. did it. We know next, why. <laughs> right here on Undisputed. On the Let's Go podcast, Tom Brady was asked about signing that intercepted ball to Dre Greenlaw on Sunday. Brady said, quote, it was bleep for me. It was complete bleep, but I try to be a gentleman. No, actually, I mean, look, it was a great play he made. I'm happy he's got the ball. I wish I didn't throw it, but I'm trying to be a good sport because a lot of times I'm not a good sport. I can be a pretty bad sport. In the moment when they get me in the right frame of mind, I'm actually a good sport. Well, that's a good case of self-analyzing. Shannon, what do you make of Brady's comments? If no cameras around, Brady's not signing that football. I agree. Simple as that. Yep. He understands that the cameras are around. Because, Skip, I think the thing is, like, when he's yelling and screaming at his, at his teammates, they're like, okay, that's Brady. He's trying to motivate him. He's just being the leader that he is. But ain't no cameras around in that moment. And he said, well, you know, sometimes, bro, you always a bad sport when you lose. You've never, you're, you're not a good sport because we've seen you countless times. You have never, ever shaken the Super Bowl winner's hand in which you're not the winner. If you win, that joke run across the field like he cheated. He lose, he Usain Bolt to the locker room. True. So I'm not surprised. That, this, that, that he's saying this, everybody knows he's a poor sport, but they just brush it off. This is what happens with privilege. Is that because he's accomplished so much, because he's a GOAT quarterback, ah, Brady ain't got to sign. You win seven Super Bowls, you shouldn't have to sign. You throw for the most pass, the most yards, the most touchdowns in the field. You can give people your butt to kiss. So what he did that he Tom Brady. And they just chalk it up. So I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that he actually said it. Yep. But, but we been knew he was a terrible sport. That's nothing new. That comes with the territory in New England. I think they teach everybody to be a poor sport. Because the guy from Belichick. Because he he, Maybe. he get up there, you know. Yeah. Or he'll send somebody, he'll send somebody that ain't nobody ever heard of if they lose in the playoff game where everybody else, the head coach, comes out and talk. But Coach Belichick will send somebody out there, he'll send up the backup, the backup to the backup offensive lineman, and he's telling you, trying to tell you, explain to you what happened. Well, no, in the, Belichick, ball. after game, after he loses, he will go congratulate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach. Yeah, he, he does that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Skip, I'm not surprised uh, 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 that he said this. I just know, having observed him from afar and watched the interactions that he has when he wins as opposed to when he loses, 
I feel very comfortable in saying if there's no cameras around, Greenlaw, you're just going to have to take that ball back and you're going to have to have a piece of tape on it that says, I intercepted Tom Brady because you're not getting a signature on that. Okay, we talked about this on Monday. We did. And I threw back at you that the Shannon Sharp I know and compete with on right. the show under similar circumstances would have a hard time signing football even though the position you play, yeah. there's nothing that sort of compares right. to this where that guy intercepted a ball right. I threw and then he comes and, and almost like sticks it in my face. Right. Would you sign this? But the kid was completely open-hearted. Right. He's 25 years old from rural Arkansas. From I got to pick up Tom Brady, man. He got, and, and he – he was doing it in complete respect and yeah. honor of, please, sir, could you sign my football? I guess it would be the equivalent, Skip, if somebody dunked on LeBron or dunked on Jordan yeah. and you bring the poster to him and you're like, would you sign my pro? <laughs> Skip, I, I, I ain't signing it. No. I don't, so no. that's what Brady, I'm, I'm sure that's going through Brady's mind. Like, bro, you want me to sign your football that you pick me up, bro? Just take the ball and run. But he put him on the spot because the spot is on camera. Yeah. And now Brady's like, God, how do I get out of this one? I guess I, I guess I gotta sign it, right? When you out in the restaurant, Skip, what do parents do? They send their kids over. Mr. Bayless, can you see how they get you, Skip? They put you on the spot with a kid. Uh, no good way. You can't tell no kid, no. Uh, Mr. Bayless, can you sign? That is my- true. <laughs> good point. Bingo. Okay, so we have talked for years about Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, how he works at saying nothing to the media, right? Yes. Well, this is the first time I can remember. He was the Aaron Rodgers drug dealer. He said everything. <laughs> he, he he went completely open book. Here. Yes. He he he. You want to talk about forthcoming? He's he bared his soul mm-hmm. because this is about as powerful a quote within the sports confines as you're going to get from yeah. Tom Brady. That he's just saying. First, he said it was sh for me. It was complete sh for me. Well, he's saying to your point. It was killing me. I don't want to sign that ball because it's it, it's everything I'm not. Right. I, I don't believe in signing that ball. Right. I, I'm endorsing losing. That's how he's mm-hmm. feeling it. Like I, I'm endorsing <laughs> your good play, and I don't want to do that. Right. And then he admits, look, I'm I'm trying to be a good sport because a lot of times I'm not a good sport. In fact, I can be a pretty bad a pretty bad one. You can Awful. be the worst. <laughs> yes. It, it's who he is. It's what he is. And and I've said this a thousand times. He and Jordan have very little in common, but they do have two things. Yes. They're two of the sorest losers I've ever mm-hmm. closely observed. They are so, listen, Michael was the worst loser possible because he just couldn't stand it. And these two also share one quality because they don't, there are no athletic qualities. <laughs> Similarities, no, no, none. But, but the greater the pressure, the late game pressure, yeah. the more laser focused, yeah. the more poised they get. Right. They thrive on that pressure, and it brings out the literal very best in both of them, and always did. So they they do have. It, it, it reminds me of the oldest cliche. It's it's about show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. Right. Well, that's what those two guys think. Right. Show me a good loser, and I'll show you somebody who just loses and is happy losing. Yeah, Skip. I, I mean, when I was growing up, Skip, I was a poor loser, and I didn't understand that. I didn't realize that my brother being three years older, Skip, he was supposed to beat me. He was bigger, stronger. He well, was to, until until point, I, Until yeah, I started to grow yeah, and catch yeah. up. There's so, going to be a point when you're 16-ish or so. Uh, I was probably about – I was probably about – yeah, probably about 14. About okay. 14 is where I could, you know, I could beat him a few times, whereas before. Wait, he, he's three? He's three years older yeah. than me. Right. So by that, up until that point, Skip, he was just like, 
he was like 5,000 no against me. Mm. And so I would lose. We're talking about basketball? We're playing basketball one-on-one. I would lose. I would take the ball and throw it in the hog pen. Okay. He would tell Granny, I'm coming in the house. Mm-hmm. I got there and get that ball. Mm-hmm. Boy, you ain't going to win all the time. All right. So I was and like. You think when you were 14, you beat him? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. How tall were you at 14? I was, Skip, I was, my freshman in high school, I was only 5'5". Five, five. Okay. <laughs> I was well, five. That's be, usually your 15-ish by the time. I was, right? I, was uh, I graduated 17. I turned 18 after I graduated. Uh, so I was 5'5 five, five as, a, as a freshman. Then he was a senior. But I had started to beat okay, him by when then. he was a senior, was he six? Six foot. Six foot? Six foot, yeah. Because he wound up 6'2"-ish? No, he's six foot. Six, he's yeah, he, six, he didn't grow anymore. Okay, was he, know, was I'm thinking how, how strong Yeah, yeah, he was stoutly yeah. built. Okay, yeah. Okay, so okay. so he, didn't, he didn't grow anymore after that. But, uh, yeah, I could beat him, Skip. But, I was, but by that time, Skip, I was really athletic. I could jump. I, was, uh, I could almost jump as high as he could. So I was starting to, like, okay, my body was starting to develop. I was starting to become, a, you know, a, you know a, a young man. And so I, I could beat him. But up until that point... Nah, you beat me. I'm going to throw the ball. I'm going to kick it in the woods. I'm going to throw it in the hall pin and get poop okay. on it in mud. And All my right. grandma said, go get that ball, take it off, and go back at Okay, and we- which is exactly why <laughs> I said if you had been in Brady's shoes on the field, I'm not sure you would have signed the ball. But it's hard to get out of it because yeah. you want to talk about looking like a bad guy. You right. Did, oh, you, look, you looked awful. Oh. You'd have looked, you'd have looked, Skip, that would have been worse than any handshake he didn't give at the Super Bowl because the cameras didn't catch him, hand, you know, looking away. He was gone. I mean, the kid gives you the ball, and you turn and walk away? I mean, he... Oh, man. And yet he did acknowledge, and I think that was from his heart also, he, he said, it was a great play. Make, yeah, it, it was. I don't know if it was a great play, but it was a really good play. Right. It's getting like, like me and Joe and, and the kid. You remember no, the, the, no, no, Mr. Green, would you, mm. me and Joe, would you like my... Man, kid, get out here. No, I want to. No. He thought about it like... Okay. <laughs> he, he, and he threw him his jersey. But, yes, yeah. yeah. You, I, I think we're in agreement on this one. No cameras? Bro, you got to take that ball back with you by your... Ain't no, ain't no and, and you made the point, the way to do this, yeah. to do it correctly, Drake Greenlaw, is just have some have an yep. equipment guy equipment. go into yep. the locker room yep. and just say, Mr. Yep. Brady, yep. this is from Drake Greenlaw, would yep. you please sign yep. this? And I, I'm pretty sure Tom would say, okay, I'll do it. I don't know when it started or who actually started, Skip, this jersey swap yep. on the field. The jersey swaps and the helmet swaps normally took place at the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Or you like, hey, bro, let me get that jersey. The guy would go, you know, good back, and he would send you a jersey. You would send him a jersey. Pro Bowl, you swap helmets. A couple of times, you know, you swap jerseys with guys. But I don't know what happened. But I, they got to make these players because somebody's swapping jerseys every single game. Mm-hmm. The top players swap jerseys every single game. No, no lineman. I want no offensive lineman to get into it. Because I'm trying to get Trent Williams. I want Zach Martin's jersey. I want Bakhtiabe. If I'm a D lineman, I'm trying to get Aaron Donald's, Miles Garrett. But it's mainly receiver, receiver, DB, DB, things of that nature. But, yeah, I, I mean, I guess he's, I guess Skip, I guess Tom is getting soft in his old days. Maybe, maybe I guess there's, I know. you know, things happening. He's like, you know what? Hey. Trying to mellow a little bit. Yeah, he's bit. trying to mellow in his old age, Skip. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's his problem, right? Maybe that's nah, 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 that, that is problem, Skip. I mean, like I said, you're right. The right, the normally what the normal protocol is that after the game, you send the ball by your equipment manager yeah. and you ask him, say, uh, Mr. Brady, uh, a Greenlaw, the guy that intercepted the yeah. pass, was one of the people. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he would yeah. go along with yeah. that. I'm yeah. pretty sure. But, on but the, don't tell anybody I signed yeah, this ball. That is correct. <laughs> but, but even on the jersey swap, I got the way I'm built, it, if I lose, especially right. if you, you embarrass me, yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to have a hard time. Like, <laughs> you, you want to swap my jersey for what reason? You know, like, to I mean, shame me? No, nah, yeah, because now everybody, everybody, got, everybody got these these man caves, and they got, like, 50, 50 jerseys on the wall. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, 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 the, that's the new fad now. You I know, got, but it almost feels like a pelt on the wall, yeah, yeah. right, if you lose. But, but I, and I think you're trying to, you're trying to collect uh, – all the top guys, all the top defensive guys, or all the offensive guys, the wide receivers. Because normally, you're probably, these guys are a lot closer, I think, than what we were, the way they interact with each other. They hang out. Different. Yeah, guys, they really, you hung out at the Pro Bowl. That was pretty much the extent of it. Yeah. Or you went to football camp. You know, football camps were, back, were big back then, Skip. Yeah. You went to a guy's football camp. True. But these guys hang out. They go on vacation together. They go to Vegas, and they do, in Miami together. And so they probably have a great relationship. Hey, bro, when we play, y'all, let me get that jersey. All right, bro, no problem, bro. Somewhere, Michael Jordan is rolling yeah. his eyes. Because, hold on. I think it was Sunday, was it Sunday two weeks ago. Michael Parsons was talking to somebody, and there was jersey swap. And he said, nah, let me get that jersey. And Michael's like, nah, man, get out of here. We already done worked this out. So they're going back and forth like, nah, 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 nah. Hey, I got this. This, this is me. He'll send you one. So it's, it's a big thing now, Skip. I, man, I, I like it, but I probably would probably, I, I'm, a, I'm with you. i probably wait to send yeah. it to you once we get into the locker room. All right. Whew. It now takes forever, guys, to get my post-game interviews after games. <laughs> exactly yeah. because of those jersey swaps. Uh. We stand there waiting a long time for that to wrap up. <laughs> Let's move on here on Undisputed. Let's go back to the hardwood. KD and the Nets, gentlemen, Ooh. are they back to being contenders in the East? Skip and Shannon dive into <laughs> what is the Nets next on Undisputed. Nets have won eight of their last nine games. They're now 17 and 12 on the season, sitting half a game back of the Cavs for the three seed in the East. Next up for them, the Toronto Raptors. All right, Shannon, are the Nets contenders or pretenders? Pretenders. They're not beating the Bucks. 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 Celtics. Not sure they can beat the Celtics. Celtics. The uh, Sixers. Healthy Joel Embiid and, and uh, James Harden. Yep. Maxi is going to come back at some point in time. They're beating up on the weak teams. Of those eight wins that's come since November 27th, only one has come against the team with a currently a winning record. That was the Trailblazers without Damon and Lillard. Yep. Like you told me about the, the, uh, uh, the Lakers, they beat the team, but they beat my Spurs three times. You beat the Magic, the Wizards, the Raptors, the Hornets, the Hawks, the Pacers, and you beat the Wizards again on, Sunday, on, Sunday, on Monday night. You good, you good with that? Well, no. I'm good that they actually started winning it, games because for a while it looked like they weren't even going to make the playoffs. You're 28th in rebound per game. You're 27th in rebound differential, 25th in offensive rebounds, uh, opponent's offensive rebound. You're 29th in offense, uh, opponent's three-point shooting, which is a recipe to get what? Get the doors blown off you when you get to the playoffs. Because mm -hmm. the Bucks, a very good rebounding team. And the Celtics, we just saw them last night. So you're not you're pretenders because you got no chance of beating those two teams in the Eastern Conference. So, mm. pretenders. Mm. I view the Nets the way I view your Lakers. Okay. <laughs> I, I look at it, and I at a glance, I say, wait a second. <laughs> I, I see contender written all over this because Kevin Durant has been on a tear, he's albeit against bad teams, but, but he's been averaging 32 over the last six, seven games. And there is this guy named Kyrie, yep. and he is back, and, and he's eligible it's to play. Spectacular and he's as ever. Spectacular as ever. 
And you're not a Ben Simmons fan. I am. But on a nightly basis, he'll chip in with 10 and 8 and 5, maybe 12, who knows, somewhere in that ballpark. And he will play some defense. And then I start looking down the list of, of the rest of your depth. you got shooters everywhere. Yeah. I, I'm talking about, listen, T.J. Warren is back in the saddle. Yeah. And I have always admired his game because he can oh, he flat out score get the basketball, mm-hmm. and he looks sweet doing it. He, he's in rhythm. You remember in the bubble scale, he was dropping, dropping 50 whole folks. He's dropping 50. And, and he's starting to come alive like he could be the fourth star, actually. And then I've always liked Seth Curry because yeah. he's a clutch shooter that yeah. you can trust. Patty Mills is on the downside age-wise, but you can trust him yeah. to make big shots and big moments. And Joe Harris, I know he comes and goes, but he's – listen – he has been the best three-point shooter in this league to, for two full seed, two different seasons. He led the league in three-point shooting and won the three-point shootout. So he, he he's a sniper, man. Mm-hmm. And then that Cam Thomas, you want to talk about a kid who can shoot the lights out? Yeah. Durant just loves him. Yeah. So I just named all those, you know, they're, they're shooters that Sumner's been starting for them occasionally, and he's a he's a basketball player. And Watanabe comes off the bench and gives them big minutes. He's leading the league yet, in three-point shooting. And, and yet it comes down to uh, Royce O'Neal plays some defense for him, makes some big plays for him. It's Nicky Claxton or Bust in the middle of the, the defense, and it's like, he he's just, just not big and strong enough. He's just, he just too, he too light in the back end, Skip. He ain't got no bricks he, he in his back is. pocket. Because you're going up against Giannis. Giannis is dislodging everybody. Yep. And he got zero chance against Joel Embiid, Skip. He has zero chance against Embiid. Yeah, he's averaging 12 and 9, which is fine. Which is but it's not, not when right. you play those guys. And, and then the Celtics, and you, and you mentioned, they're going to get Al Horford back. They're going to get Robert Williams back. Yep. Now those are your defensive anchors. Now they're a good rebounding team. And they don't have those two bigs in there. Yep. So when you get those two bigs back and you get guys, because Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they're all-stars. They're going to the all-star game, so we know that. But, Skip, I just don't see them on a seven-game series. I don't see them beating the Bucks with that small team. They don't really play defense. I know you say they play a little defense. They don't rebound the ball enough. No, and yet last night I watched Giannis against Golden State, and he destroyed Golden State. And he couldn't buy a, a shot. No. I'm talking about a jump shot no. from anywhere. He was 9 of 26. He was an abomination he from was. mid-range <laughs> and long-range. And he got 30 and destroyed him because they couldn't keep him from the basket. No. And Golden State's weird. When they go on the road, nobody plays defense. No. Like, we'll save it for home, but we won't play. That, and that's their problem. That's why they that's can't win on the road because they give, they've never, they give up 114 points. Every game, at least 114. You're not going to win a whole lot of games on the road. You keep giving up 114. Okay. So, before the year started, I picked the Sixers just because I think Embiid's the all-time monster I've seen yeah. since this side of Shaquille O'Neal. Well, he got 53 the other night. Yeah. He's just – he's extraordinary. Yeah. When they get Maxi back, I think they're going to be a factor. Right. Are they going to be better than Milwaukee or Boston? I don't know. But I, I'm sticking with the Sixers. But I didn't pick the Nets. But they have Dark Horse written yeah. all over them because they still have so much all-time talent. Yeah. I'm talking about all-time. We're – if, if on a given night they all start to, to click and fire and connect, you, you better be careful. And that's the thing. You look at KD's yeah. numbers, you look yeah. at Kyrie's numbers, they're exceptional. 
Uh, and you're like, well, damn, why, why are they like this? Well, obviously, yeah. Kyrie missed, missed the time. He did. But I just think the thing is, Skip, they don't rebound the ball well enough. And when you don't rebound the ball well enough, that means the other team's getting offensive rebounds, which get, keeps giving them second cracks at you, okay. third cracks at you. All right. Is, is the fourth-place team a contender? Because if it is, then they're a contender to me because they're going to be the fourth-best team because I think they're a little better than Cleveland is. So they're going to rise oh, that'd, up. Oh, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be a good matchup. That'd be a really good matchup. That'd be a really good matchup. Those guards with Allen and, and, and Evan Mobley. I got it. But – in the end, the Nets are all about happiness and how happy are they going to be. I never know. I don't know what's going to go on with them. So, who do you got? I, I like the Bucs. I think it's going to be the Bucs and the Celtics, Skip. I'm still with the Sixers. To beat the Bucs and the Celtics? I do. I'm, I'm going with it. I picked it before the year, and I'm going to stick with it because of the Embiid factor. What about the Giannis factor? <laughs> well, I'll take Embiid over Giannis. I will. Take it where? Take him to... To the top. I mean, if you, I mean, what you want somebody to hang out with? To the finals. I mean, That's I mean, I would take, I would take uh, 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 Joel also because he's funny. He gonna play some video games. He gonna make you laugh. But you talking about on a basketball court? Mm-hmm. No, can't do. Mm-hmm. And you, you already one, and one you, guy can shoot and the other guy can't. And, and shoot. you saw the and you saw the guy that got the table. I, I mean, I, I got the chair. I'm about to put the chair right at the table. Mm. The superstar table. You saw it last night. I did not see it at Golden State, <laughs> and I did not see it against <laughs> the Clippers. But what did you see? Like I love the spirit, what did your guys, tell you last night? we got to go. He's really we good. we got to go. We'll see how the Nets fare against those Toronto Raptors. Coming up, how is Baker Mayfield going to look in good Green question. Bay? Yeah, Aaron good Rogers. question. That's Very next good. here on Undisputed. While Baker Mayfield's going to get his first start with the Rams this week in Green Bay, Sean McVay told reporters that we shouldn't expect to see Cooper Cup again this year. Baker and the Rams, seven-point underdogs against Rodgers in the back. Shannon, prediction time. What are you expecting from Baker Monday night in Green Bay? I told Skip, this mm. was the movie with Jack Nicholson and Greg Kinnear. As mm. good as it gets. Mm. That was it. You got it. That was it. That was your moment. Bask in the sun. I hope you enjoyed it. But if you notice... Well, there's not going to be no sun up in Green Bay on Monday night. Did you notice how it was really nice on, mm-hmm. on Friday? Yeah. And then what did it do in Southern California the rest of the weekend, Skip? Mm-hmm. Let's tell the people that, that doesn't live here. He brought it? <laughs> he brought rain. Thank you. So that was as good as it got. Really? Thunderstorm deluge. <laughs> that was about to happen on Baker Mayfield. You really? know what it is. He shook up the universe yeah, he out here. It doesn't <laughs> rain in Southern California until Baker gets here. You know he's a placeholder for Matthew Stafford. Mm. The Rams are 4-9. They're not going anywhere. Baker... I mean, as, as, as much as you want to gloat about him, he only had a 60 QBR, mm-hmm. which, which brought it up from 18.2 to 23.5, mm-hmm. but he's still absolutely dead last. Mm-hmm. Nine points behind Davis Mills. Mm-hmm. So what you saw was as good as it's going to get for Baker Mayfield playing quarterback for the Rams. Really? Now he comes back down to earth and... Shannon Sharp, I'm warning you, Baker Mayfield's life just changed. Put something on it. He just changed Sean Put something on it. I will put some. I'm not going to put some on it Monday night. I think it's going to be Why like not? three degrees at kickoff. I think that's what's going to You do be. realize it's going to be three degrees for the Packers too, right? And by the way, I don't think Baker will be bothered by an away crowd because he basically played an away home game the other night because that crowd was packed with Raider fans. They took over it's the stadium. It's always packed with everybody else's fans. He was having so to fun. go silent count at home yeah. because they were screaming uh-huh. so loud at him. Yes. 
I thought he was extraordinary, but you I told you from the start, it was a great click that, that McVeigh wanted him. Baker wanted to come here. He'd already uh -huh. made his air reservations even before the waiver wire took place right. because he was going to join Sean McVeigh, who right. believes in him, who loves to call plays for Baker, and Baker knows that Sean's play calls are what he needs to do. There, there's going to be great vibe going back and forth, and however good Baker can be for a bad football team that had lost six in a row – he will be at Green Bay. His offensive line is b at least bottom five in the league. He, well, so where is he right obviously, for Cooper Cup is gone for the year. Allen Robinson is gone. You're throwing to Ben Skoranek, and yeah. you did that. You, Man, you Jefferson, did that. yeah. It was one of the great performances of the year under the circumstance against a Raiders team that had won three straight Raiders, games. Come on, don't do that, Skip. Don't do that. I'm doing it because he did that to them. It, and by the way, could we just No, see, we can't yeah, see. We, we got to see just real quick <laughs> his can. best throws of the game because this looked like a top-flight quarterback. Oh, my goodness. This looked like the number one overall pick. No, it did not. Skip. Third and 13 to Skoranek in the second. Third and 13? That ball had some juice on it. And here he is in the last drive. That's a rifle shot right down the boundary to Skoranek. I, I, I think that, that safety and, and, and the Giants safety played together in college. The worst play this side of Tebow for Shannon Sharp, the, the Tebow touchdown pass. That's almost the equivalent of the, the Tebow touchdown the pass in overtime against Pittsburgh in the playoff game, right? <laughs> that's Baker Mayfield. That's who he can be if somebody believes and buys into yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that, Skip. Cleveland believed in him so much, no, they, they took him number one overall. Okay. How can you and, not believe? And then he had four coaches in four years. Wait, that's and what then the guy who took him got fired. And then it's a disaster. That's what happened. It's a when, when the, Guess what? Because, like you tell me, they can't fire the quarterback, mm. but they can fire the coaches. Like and that's what they did. Baker Mayfield got four coaches fired. Mm. Five. Got mm. Matt Rule fired. Mm. Matt Rule had a nice little cush job until Baker showed up. Mm. And then they put him out on the street. Mm. Sean McVay and Baker Mayfield are going to be a dynamic duo for a long time in this league, and it's going to haunt you. So where is Sean McVay going? He coaches somewhere else next year? No, he's going to coach. <laughs> he ain't coaching the right. So, so where is Matthew Stafford going? Well, we don't know if he's going to even be able to play next year because he's got some serious oh, nah, he ain't medical no, he ain't, conditions. No, he ain't got no serious medical conditions. Yes, he does. Nothing but time and rest. Because well, well, okay. last I checked, when I was, I was uh, went to a game and – uh, uh, next to the box, uh, Matt uh, Stafford's wife, Kelly, mm -hmm. they happen to like Southern California. Mm -hmm. Last I'm sure I checked. They do, but I'm sure she would also like him just to call it a day. He got his ring. No, I don't think he got like, his money. I don't think he liked him Come to call on it a home. day. No. Let's, let's just live in Brentwood and be happy out here. Hold on. So you want Matthew Stafford to come on home in year 12, 13, yeah. but you want Tom Brady to keep playing in year 23? Well, he's he's healthy. <laughs> Maybe not mentally healthy, but he's physically very healthy. Okay. Yeah. Matthew Stafford is going to be up on the center next year. Yep. Baker, light him up. I did. Monday night. Yeah, light him up. Baker's a primetime yeah. player. But you see what you did? Hey, people at home, you see what he did? It's going to be three degrees at Lambeau. Three <laughs> degrees. Guess with, what? With it's no Cooper Cup. It's only, no running. Game. Is it only going to be three degrees on the Rams sideline or three degrees for the Packers too? Well, Aaron will be on that stuff, so he'll be <laughs> fine, right? <laughs> All right. That's it for you two. The Rams 0-2 versus the Packers the last two seasons, mm -hmm. and we're going to move on before you get yourselves in trouble. Mm -hmm. The Bills gentlemen just signed a free agent wide receiver. We'll give you the latest uh, update. Welcome back, everybody. The Herd's coming up when we wrap here on Undisputed. So good morning, Garland. What's on tap today? Well, it was the best NBA game of the season. 
Celtics are a championship contender. The Lakers currently constructed are night. Nah, are not, but let's dig deep into this because it was a really fun night in the NBA. Indeed it was. All right, guys, wide receiver Cole Beasley coming out of retirement to sign with the Bills. Beasley played two games with the Bucks this season before deciding to hang it up, however briefly. Shannon, how much will Beasley help? As much as he helped the Bucks. I thought he didn't want to be in Buffalo. That's what he said. Hey, can we put this on the screen? Give somebody who's like, you don't have to insult me. I'm not resigning with the Bucks. Mm. And somebody else tweeted, damn, I'm glad you aren't in Buffalo. You and me both. <laughs> that, what happened? I guess, he, I I guess you needed a job. And did, that's why you don't really burn any bridges. <sighs> Give Buffalo credit. They're like, okay, that's the heat of the moment. He tweeted something. That I'm sure that's not what he really felt. But I was like, damn. I thought you didn't like Buffalo. Thought you couldn't wait to get up out of there. Great point. This indicates the level of desperation on the part of the Bills yes. and their young quarterback yes. who's trying to reach back for right. a blast from the recent right. past, who was Cole Beasley, who, who can't blast anymore. No, he can't. You, you could see what happened at Tampa. Done. He, he shot. He just, he just doesn't look like his heart's in it or his body is in right. it anymore because – Brady took one look at it and said, I'm sorry. he tried to make him Edelman Amendola, yeah. right? And, no. and I thought it was is, a, is, is a Isaiah idea. McKinney, is, is, is McKenzie hurt or something? Because no. or, 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 Gabe Davis and, and, and obviously uh, Stephon Diggs uh, are, are the guys. Mm -hmm. But is Davis, I mean, they still got Knox. I, I, so I'm confused by the signing, Skip. I, I really know. am. But it goes to show you. But they were in the running for Odell. So maybe they need a, felt they need another receiver. Good luck. Yeah, I, I'm confused by Beasley this sign. signed to the practice squad, expected to be elevated to the active roster. Great job, guys. That's it for us, though. We're out of time. Stick around. The Herd's up next, and we'll see you tomorrow.